ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the IBHM podcast. I'm your host, Arizona Verse. With me, my dude, Dick Popo. What's happening, man? I'm black, he's Mexican. Yes, and now that we got that out of the way, uh, welcome to our show. It is a podcast about nothing in particular. Today we're going to discuss um, a lot of things, uh, GTA 5, uh, the new iPhone, we're going to talk a little kids and drugs, being too nice in relationships, we're going to talk about uh, Drake's new album, um, <laughs> some world events, uh, just a whole bunch of fuckery. Uh, but before all of that, if you want to holler at us, our email is onblackheesmexican at gmail.com. You can find us on Stitcher and iTunes. Just search I'm Black, He's Mexican. Also, head over to the website, ibhmpodcast.weebly.com to find all the links. And if you want to holla at me, my main source of social media fuckery is Tumblr. You can find me at a different state of black.tumblr.com. If you want to holla at Dick Popo, his main source of social media fuckery is... That Instagram uh, yes, at Soulpapo S O U L P A P O. Ain't fucking uh, on Facebook no more. Uh, Haters. <laughs> we may may get in that <laughs> a little later. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Yes, sir. So a uh, couple quick shout outs. Uh, we got a new Facebook like. Uh, Mark Wiltshire is that one of your people? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, actually, very in love with his wife. She's beautiful. <laughs> uh, kind of got kicked out of a drunk party once because uh, not that I was trying to holler or anything like that, but uh, mm. <laughs> I see the look on your face. I made a song about it on SoundCloud. Y'all should check it out. Talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal though. He's dude's a beast though. He's yeah, a yeah. monster. He's a he's a gym rat. Okay. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, he looked a little cut in the I, Facebook pic. I never want to mess with him. I'll, I'll yeah. say that. And if I do, it's gonna be when he's drunk and stammering. <laughs> Only way. And I Good. wanted to uh, give another shout out real quick to azeverything.com. Um, it's a new website is I he, came across. Is he following? Yeah. Well, they I chop it up with them on Instagram, and then I like them on uh, Facebook. And uh, they, uh, their model, they're representing everything, everywhere, and everyone in Arizona. They got a lot of um, social events going on. They uh, premiere a whole lot of hip-hop artists and just a bunch of shit just representing Arizona, much like we do. So uh, I want to give them a shout-out. Yeah, fucks yeah. with them. Yeah, and, and, I'm, and I feel bad because I'm forgetting his actual name. But, dude, he's... Um he has like three different, you know, little uh, aliases and things like that. But pretty much, I think this cat is running this. Uh, he has a studio down somewhere on 35th. Some of the Indians go down here in Phoenix. Okay. And um, I think my my, my dude, uh, Big T, he's kind of he has mm. some kind of arrangement going on. Okay. Bro, rich kids, some crazy like that. But yeah, I mean, shouts out. Yeah. And real quick, shouts out to Big T. He said his album is coming out soon. He said they're working on the artwork right now. And I told him, soon as it's out, let us know. We'll fucking plug it. We'll play that shit again. Uh, he had. Uh, sent us the brass monkey track we got a couple more tracks from them that we're going to play uh over the course of uh one of the upcoming episodes you know you got to spread it out show love so uh az stand the fuck up speaking of it shout out to ags i'm coming this wednesday i need me a fake because i'm feeling yes sir (laughs) so uh let's get the fucking show started uh talk about some trendy topics um gta 5 came out not too long ago and um <clears throat> excuse me uh they are saying that they got about 25 million units got sold 
Uh, let me see. Uh, in the game's first year, it says based on the one billion three day figure uh, that they announced last week, they said the open world game is likely to have already sold at least 15 million units. Yes, sir. And um, let's see. It says that, uh, yeah, that's one billion. That's with a B, not with an M. One billion in global retail revenue to date. And it, the game achieved this milestone faster than Call of Duty and Black Ops, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 2, which happened in 15 days. Then the Aven- Avengers did it in 19 days. You know, they're saying, too, that the making of this game costs yeah. more than one of the biggest budgeted yeah. Uh, live I, action movies. I heard it was about a hundred and thirty-five million dollars to make the game, and then I guess they made that in just pre-sales alone to show how how deep the faith and the fandom comes from. This. Yes, and I haven't picked up the game yet. Uh, I'm eventually check it out. I do fuck with Grand Theft Auto. Going back to, I remember when I first got introduced to it. I was a freshman in high school, and one of my homeboys, we used to go to this uh, neighborhood neighborhood center on South on South Phoenix by uh, South Mountain High School. Shots out Jaguars, and uh, they had. Um, he had got the demo. I remember he had came up to me and he was like, yo, dude, he was like, there's this new game out and you can steal cars and you can shoot people. I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, there is no such thing. And then we got the demo. We checked it out. And that was when it was just a PC game. And then it moved on to the fucking home consoles. And it it is a fucking worldwide phenomenon now. And um, yeah, Grand Theft Auto is that shit. And I know a lot of people complain about... Um, video game violence and oh it's so violent and you get to steal cars and shoot prostitutes but even beyond all that grand theft auto like pushes the limits of the shit that you could do in fucking video games so it's not just the violence and the language and all the sexuality and all that fucking they put some work in that fucking game and that's one of the things that the media who um aren't really of the culture don't really understand they just look at it as a violent game but there's a lot of fucking work put into that motherfucker and there's the story man to be honest because mm. mind you when i play the game all i want to do is shoot motherfuckers and drive around and listen to the soundtrack because they put so much nah. work in that soundtrack Woo. i didn't i didn't appreciate the soundtrack thing to vice city yeah you know what i'm saying I, I i really didn't mess with it back in some top-down view and they were there in mm. london 69 whatever no oh, shit yeah. i really didn't i didn't mess with then until three um, and I'll be honest with you, I haven't really, I haven't played five yet, only yeah. because you know uh, it got broken out of some of my Xbox, <laughs> and you know how that goes. But I was That's like, that real life shit, real life shit, yeah, for real. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was so tempted to walk into Best Buy because, mind yeah. you, the systems they're they're dying right now. So like, yeah, because you know the PS4, Xbox One, bullshit. Or, um, is it one or seven? No, seven twenty is the one now, right? What? Well, no, it's called the 360. Apparently, one oh, been out okay, now. okay. They were gonna call it the 720, but then that was like that would have made there would have been too many jokes. I don't know. They're calling it Xbox One. <laughs> it's bullshit because of all the Connect thing and the internet plugins, which supposedly put a patch for Man. to stop. But that's NSA's way of fucking with us. Man, before I even go after all that, cause that's the whole rat in itself. Um, they got this deal uh, going on to where they they're selling the PS3, which mind you, I kind of wanted to get because they brought yeah. it down to 200 for like an eight gigabyte thing. And yes. what the fuck are you gonna do with eight gigabytes, right? It's bullshit. Not much. Yeah. But because of GTA 5 coming out, they figure fuck it and let's give it a 500 uh, gigabyte hard mm. drive and sell it for 270, which mind you, the game's about 16 anyway. They're just they're trying to move units, but yeah. it's like it's one of those things. Do you do it because the system's dead? Come November, yeah. this Black Friday, it's all about the new systems. So it's kind of like yeah. is Rockstar going to redo a new version for the oh, new what? systems because none of them are backwards compatible? No. 
So. And that was the one thing, PlayStation. Like, I've been fucking with PlayStation since the first one came out in 97. I got the first one. And uh, that was the beauty of it going into the second one. It was reverse compatible. And so you could play those original games. And I had kind of fell out of the next gen uh, consoles like the PlayStation 3 I just got like two years ago I was like way behind on picking that up but I know I was excited I was like oh yeah I got this you know I'm gonna play some of the old games on it too because I still got PS1 and PS2 games and uh, they were like uh, yeah you can't do that with any of the newer I guess the first batch of them that came out you could play the older games but the new ones not I was like yeah that's that's one thing PlayStation kind of if they could have kept that going that could have made PlayStation the end all be all system because you could always play those old games like that would have been fucking dope but like I said they're really trying to make the money because all this you can always you could download pay yeah. is what they're trying to say you can pay to download all the classic titles yeah. and but I already have the motherfucker yeah, why do I have to pay again <laughs> I have the bitch it's right there I fuck it. it's pretty <laughs> yeah they want you to pay and which I mean just that's business in itself and I mean hey it's, they're gonna make money yeah and because unfortunately as much as we bitch and complain I mean we need the new hotness we gotta get yeah. the Joneses and-, and that's one thing I will say I don't believe that uh, we're in um, the recession and all that shit that they say this motherfucker made a billion dollars in three days God damn! Well, the pre-sales alone, and which usually what pre-sales were fifty five dollars, so something like that. Yeah, or however it is, it, t- it costs for you to pre-order something. So like the fact that so many people were putting in money to make enough of what it costs, that that lets you know like who Big Dick Carl is. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Just like a rock star. <laughs> and another thing, uh, the new iPhone came out. I know you're an iPhone user. Did you fuck with the new iPhone? Hell no. Nah. Well, I-, I should say this because. I want I, honestly, man. All right, I love the iPhone. I feel it's the most user-friendly uh, phone that there is because only yeah. one goddamn button. Yeah. As far as the menu button goes, um, part of me doesn't want to sign up for another contract, but yeah. I may because my 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 itch is actually uh, it's, it's done this October, so it's kind of one of those things. Are we in October yet? No, almost. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> September. It's September. still September. Yeah, it's still September. Yes. Yeah, I'm looking at the date right now. Okay. Um, yeah. So part of me wants to, you know, because I don't know whether they're. I want a bigger phone. I got. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hefty fella. <laughs> a hefty motherfucker, as my daddy calls me. Um, and so I have big hands. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of want to mess with that. That whether that Galaxy 4s. Mm, but then that's again, like, but then again, I really don't want to switch. You know, away from the iPhone, even though because I'm like, I guess I wait to the six because supposedly you know yeah. there's always rumors about what the next phone's gonna have. Really supposedly gonna make it bigger. Uh, there's actually recently an update on the on the iPhone, which I'm pretty sure you had to have seen all the memes on it, or just people po- people posted pictures of their system update, like like it fucking yeah. matters, like really. Yeah. But it does. <laughs> it I matters. Mean, you know why it matters? Why people make such a big dog? Because apparently it looks like the what is the shit called Jelly Roll or. What's the Android OS operating system? I mean, what's, what's their oh, operating system called? I have no idea. Apparently, it looks like an Android, oh, which, okay. mind you, it looks a little bit prettier. Yeah. And I feel this this is uh, this is Apple's way of pulling off a Christianity move where they move <laughs> Jesus' birthday from April to December so we could bring all the... Just bring it together. <laughs> I mean, so we can try to like, look, look, it looks like your phone. Yeah. Come over here with it. Yeah, just come, come over. On. Look, we're celebrating this man's birthday. We're going to make it at the end of the year where it's time to... Uh, what is it? What is it? When, an inventory where... Yeah, Um. I know what you're saying. I don't know the word. In the stock. I don't know. Pretty much we're trying to push all this shit out. Yeah, and, yeah. Going um, out of business sale. It's, it's a way to get pagans to, to come and flock to us. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... 
mean, we can say Apple is the the god of phones. Like, just because people rent them, they're hardcore like that. Yeah, and it's interesting. Well, they say that they sold nine million copies the first weekend of uh, what is it, the iPhone 5s and the 5c, which is uh, they did five million of the iPhone 5 last year. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that is interesting, because I am an Android user, I got the Galaxy G4S, whatever the fuck the name of it is, yeah. But uh, the one thing that's interesting is Apple kind of seems like either they're taking a step back with this version, or maybe they're falling off slightly, because they're not at the cutting edge that they used to be. It used to be like... every time a new iPhone came out they kind of changed the game and the only thing that I saw that came out with this one is the fingerprint thing to unlock the phone but other than that it doesn't look like they did too big of an upgrade and see that makes me hella leery too yeah you know because it's one step close to us putting barcodes on our back um but I mean, mind you, Steve Jobs passed away, and we, and we yeah. can only stretch out his his unused playbook so fucking far. <laughs> what else did he do? Yeah. Um, but the, the only thing that I would say to you, because you're right, it's not really changing too much. Yeah. Really, the hardware, although they're condensing things and battery life supposedly lasting a little bit longer. Yeah, I heard I that. I mean, besides things that they are, you're right, ain't much change. But there's two different things that they try doing this time with the new ones. Uh, they have the, I guess, a lower economic version. That's the, that. the colors. I guess that's what they're calling the 5C, which is like 100 bucks. And you figure, fucking iPhone, yeah. 100 bucks. It's it's meant to just, like I said, get as many people as they can to be yeah. able to afford the motherfucker because it's so damn expensive. But I did hear that that version is like very cheaply made. I guess the plastic looks horrible. Like I've heard some bad shit about that one. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still riding off my 4S, man, to be yeah, honest with you. Yeah. But like I say, we'll see what happens when it's time for yeah. upgrade time. Give me something nice. You know, I don't know. Now I have a question, me being the conspiracy theorist that I am. Dun, dun, dun. Um, I saw some reports that the New York police has really been pushing for people to uh, upgrade and get the new iOS 7. They're saying for security reasons and to deter from thieves because you need the finger thumbprint or whatever to get into the phone. And so less people should steal the phone because of that. Because, okay, I stole the phone and I can't get into the motherfucker because I don't have your fingerprint. But um, with all this shit that's going on with the NSA, like, is Apple on the list of one of those companies that's fucking with the NSA? Because Apple is now going to have the largest database of fingerprints on file. Right. I don't know. That kind of bothers me. Um, I'm just I mean, saying. Mind you, we have GPS on damn near every single phone. So the fact that they have that sort of accessibility, yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Because then they have one of the features I did notice because I, I can't, I, I bit, I updated to the seven just because I want to see yeah. it look real pretty. And I just, <laughs> all I these bells and whistles. You know what I'm saying? Um, but one of the things that you can actually limit now more the data okay. that goes out. And they pretty much tell you, yeah. like, you'd have to really look for it because I mind you, I was yeah. being dorky. I want to see what the fuck is going on. Yeah. They actually tell you, do you want to send reports and things like that? And they really, uh, they peer pressure you. Are you sure? Are you sure? This helps you. We're trying to protect you. And that's the thing I noticed on this phone when I picked it up. Um, I had to go into the camera settings and um, they have some type of, um, what is it, GPS tag that they do on the picture. So, uh, like, if you have this thing enabled and you take a picture 
Um, not only does it take the picture, but it time stamps, uh, time stamps the date and all that. And it oh. also does the GPS of exactly where you were at when you took the picture. And so, like, if you're taking pictures of your kid going to school and if somebody hacks into the phone, does yours do that too? Bro, not only, not only does it fucking time stamp when I took a cock shot, <laughs> they fucking they tell me the location, the time, the month, wow. the year, where I copy and pasted something from when yeah. I screenshot something. See, I don't like that shit. And then, uh, and then, uh, other people's phone too. I have a friend. Uh, she sent me something from California. Show me her goddamn exact pinpoint location. I'm like, yeah, I don't fuck with that. Stocking's way too easy nowadays. <laughs> Where's the fun? Exactly. But, yeah, it's it's pretty ridiculous. Oh, and then you can see the whole year, man. It's it's just it's wild, bro. Yeah. Honestly, it makes me wish that I can just look, look at. Look at Sum up the whole year, man. It's yeah, started. I, it makes me just wish I can get my old Samsung flip phone <laughs> for that, real and just be done with it. Just that shit is wild. <laughs> I'm scared, dude. I'm, I'm scared. So, uh, real quick before we get into some other topics, uh, I know we had um, a couple little randomness, little randomness going on. I know you had a, a interesting question. You want to pose that to the interwebs? Mm. About the oh, uh, let me bring up the sh- yeah. bring yeah. up the notes. Well, you talking about the or oh, my random fuckery? Yeah. Though? Okay. Dum dum dum. And it's and it's and, and I want to say it's kind of let's not really touch you, but I mind you, yeah. drugs are kind of unavoidable. Yeah. Like honestly, like drugs are bad. Okay. Drugs are really bad. You know, we can't help but do them from time to time. Um, <laughs> and especially, you know, me, I'm trying to I'm trying to live a sober life. Trying to behave myself I, I love Mary deeply And she We go way back You know what I'm saying Even though I know Jesus loves me Sometimes I can't hear him And Mary is a whole lot louder And she gets me really loud And she soothes me You know what I'm saying But um it's just it's just ridiculous, man, and like high, especially with high school kids. Like, yeah. I think I even end up hitting on my kid's sister once. I'm like, yeah. I know you know some weed guys. Hook me up. She's very <laughs> thank the Lord. She she at least she fronts like she's anti drugs yeah. and she told me to fuck off. But typically, yeah. I mean, that's you know it's unavoidable. Every kids high school kid knows where to get yeah it. where to get it from. So me being more grown, I'm like, and I, me kind of not having the same friends I did before. I'm yeah. like, where the fuck do I get some shit at? Like, let me go to a high school and have some random motherfucker. Where the weed at? Where the weed at, homie? And I actually um. I wouldn't even go into stories about how I try to uh, how to try to accumulate such things, but um yeah I was I forgot what I was really thinking it might have been a Rolling Stone topic or where I may have heard of that but they people are just they're dying left and right especially mm. now I mean raves have been popping off since get go but with all this Molly talk yeah I mean it's more booming than anything else and yeah. we come up with so many different names like crack is crack we gonna call yeah. it G funk we gonna call it funk angel just whatever the hell these it's code names are it's crack. Same thing with whatever this new form of ecstasy, the MDMA or yeah. Molly or I, I don't know yeah. why it has so many fucking names. It makes it hard for me as a consumer to find this fucking <laughs> to drug. To keep up with what, what's the new term? What is it? What's what is it slang? called now? Just give me that shit. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So people obviously, you know, they're going to these raves, you know, they're, they're dying, yeah. they're ODing and it's simply because people aren't. Educated, educated enough to know yes. listen this drug is going to get you hot get yeah. you heavy you in a sweaty area yeah. you raving you dancing you juking you acting real ignorant yeah. you're going to get dehydrated and you're going to yeah. pretty much like a phone in the sun or you're going to overheat yeah and and I'm I'm wondering like because we practice so much uh, or we mentioned so much about sex and how to practice safe sex and mm-hmm. the you know what to do you know pr- you know have protection and things like that or even yeah. with uh, what alcohol you know you yeah. know 
drive, you know, don't let friends drive. Don't, we have all these platforms and all these things of doing a quote unquote bad things, but mm-hmm. there's 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 a public service announcements that show you, look, this is what you should do, this is what you yeah. shouldn't do. Yeah. I'm wondering, should we do that when it comes to drugs? Like, should we show yeah. kids because it's unavoidable and they're gonna do whatever yeah. the fuck they want to do? Do should we have programs that shows them how to yeah. properly take drugs? Yeah. And I think that. Um, I think the biggest issue is that we as a American culture aren't honest with the youth. And I think that that is uh, because you have like the dare programs of the 80s and the early 90s when it was just like, hey, kids, don't do that. That's bad. Dare to be different. Dare to be different. (laughs) And my whole thing, though, is because like me, uh, I used to smoke weed back in the day and all that. And I was saying that, you know, as my kids get older and once they hit that age, that experimental age where the kids are going to start doing stuff and all that, I'm going to be honest about my past. I'm not going to be like, oh, I never did that. And I better not catch you doing that. Like, that's fucking bullshit because people are going to do what the fuck they want to do. Mm-hmm. And so it's best to treat it with uh, with honesty. And I do think that we as a culture need to be more honest with the kids i mean honestly the first thing we need to do is legalize marijuana Mm -hmm. the fact that alcohol is legal but marijuana isn't is insane that doesn't make sense and i saw some post i don't know if i brought this up on a previous episode but it's something like every 29 seconds someone is uh arrested because of marijuana usage or sales but then like every 19 seconds someone dies because of prescription pills Mm -hmm. and so but that shit is legal and this shit that isn't killing a fucking soul is illegal like that's fucking silly and that's where a lot of the wanting to experiment and figure out and you know uh just try out these drugs it's like oh this is that thing that we're not supposed to do so let me check it out but if we were more honest as a fucking society and a culture then we could avoid the shit like that because like you were saying about the molly earlier i saw this fucking video on world star hip-hop which is the devil but i do uh fuck with <laughs> i stopped by world stop a uh, world star hip-hop every so often and it was a fucking eight minute video of this dude that i'm assuming had popped the molly and the motherfucker was outside of like a chicken joint and he was like on the ground and he kept like rolling around and he's like doing all this with his fucking arms and like the motherfucker was gone and then he kept screaming and he was like seeing shit and he was all his body all contorted yeah y'all can't see this but Arizona man he's doing some breakdance man moves he, that kind of he's popping out. and locking all in the motherfucker like goddamn. And then he rolled all into the fucking street and, like, almost got hit by a car. And it was like, yo, like, it ain't that serious. Like, I don't know. And then, but I think, if once again, if we be honest with one another about drugs and drug usage and just have that, uh, yeah, that just fucked me up, too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if we're just more honest as a culture to people, I think uh, we could avoid a lot of these um, issues. And uh, you could just turn it off. Fucking TV just did a Ghost Rider. No, the fucking NSA is watching us. That's what it is. It's like we're fucking listening right now, homie. <laughs> what do you have to say? We're listening. I sure. Um, if I can tell you a quick yeah, little tidbit, uh, I started cracking up because uh, I had my hands in a. I, I used to. I do. I did chat for uh, for Medicare and because uh, you know the whole 
Obamacare, Affordable yeah. Care Act, flu hickey. And some guy <laughs> was on the chat saying, before we get started, is the NSA going to get into this? Do they, do they know? Do they see what we're talking about right now? And I was like, how the fuck do you answer that? Like, <laughs> they can do whatever the fuck they want to do, to be honest yeah. with you. But yeah. But no, I do agree. I think that we should be honest, at least at the end of the day. We need to be honest with the kids and all that because that's the only way you're going to gain the trust in them to be able to come to you. Because I know that was one thing I I, I said um, I was very grateful uh, with my mom because my mom raised me by herself. And the one thing that uh, was great with her, like we had an open relationship where I could come and talk to her about anything. And so uh, the during the drug days, if you will, or whatnot, I was able to talk to her about things and she was able to honestly talk to me back. And we had that open communication where I didn't go out and try some other dumb shit as opposed to I saw other kids who didn't have that relationship with their immediate family so they're listening to their friends and they're sniffing coke and they're doing fucking crystal meth and all this fucked up shit because they you know you're gonna as a child you're gonna listen to your friends and oh yeah let's go do this shit but if you had that parental open uh conversation maybe some of these dumbass things can be avoided but i don't know people are so concerned with being conservative and this is what this is what the laws say that we should do so let me talk to them for whatever fuck them i don't know i don't know we'll, <laughs> we'll leave that to discussion we'll post it on facebook see what people say and see how people think about that because it is it is another touchy subject because i know i've seen other things with uh there's certain parents that you'll see out there that smoke weed and drink in front of their kids and be like, I better not catch you doing this shit. And it's like kind of lead by example and also be honest by example. You expect your kid to be honest with you. Be honest with him. It's, and one of the things, too, though, and this is what I liked. I'm so like I'm actually I'm very intrigued by the current generation because they can yeah. they can either be a bag of, you know, limp dicks and yeah. not know what the fuck's going on. Or some of them actually see this shit, yeah. and they choose not to go that route because yeah. they see, oh, well, my dad's a fucking pissed drunk motherfucker, yeah. and he's rambling, that's annoys me, and that's retarded, and they yeah. stay away. And then others are like, you know, they, they kind of take it and they do, they do take that. Oh, well, they're example. doing it, so I'm gonna do it. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. I'm not gonna say shit because they're not saying shit, and they yeah. ignore the fact. And yeah, it's just it's retarded. I have a great amount of hope in the upcoming generation, off of the strength of they are part of the internet generation because i know with me i'm 30 now and so the internet didn't really super pop off until like high school like so far into high school but the new generation coming up they've had the internet their entire life and so anytime somebody comes with them with some bullshit but like let me google that real quick mm -hmm. i don't that doesn't sound right let me look that up and do the research and so i think that's one thing it's going to be even more difficult to lie to the kids of the upcoming generation because they could fucking research that shit and be like oh uh, no that's fucking incorrect look right here so but then and then part of that too kind of interests me out because we you know we can't really trust wikipedia and all this stuff like that so it's kind of like you know who can you trust and you know, it, it is so easy to just simply Google something and, you know, pull something up. But, like, anybody can say anything and we, we take it as law or we take it as a fact, you know. And, and we can make a fucking retarded meme <laughs> and it'd be taken as historical proof of something. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, and, and we'll get on the Drake shit later, but, we fucking, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see a stupid fucking song lyric and people take it as a goddamn quote. Like, you know, and it's the gospel, you know. 
I hate I hate so much. I just hate <laughs> so much. Yeah. So uh I had a random thought. Um I had came across a blog on um this website called VerySmartBrothers.com and uh shouts out to Brown Skin and Glasses. I heard um I heard this uh, brought up on their show and it kind of went back to we had that conversation. uh, I think that was the last episode about why do women date douchebags and why do men date sluts? And um, I saw this blog post and this guy was talking about how um, being nice can be the shittiest thing you can do. And um, I'm going to read a little piece of it real quick just so uh, people can get where he was coming from. But um, uh, he said that a couple weeks ago, um, a female friend that was very familiar, if you will, with his dating history, shed some light on why um, his relationship seemed to end badly, even though he's always, you know, a nice, good dude. And um, she um, he typed up, you know, essentially their conversation. And she said, uh, you do nice things for women, but you do them in a way that doesn't seem like you're only doing them to get some ass. You open doors and walk on the outside of the sidewalk and listen to what I have to say and even return text messages in a reasonable amount of time. Well, at least you return my text messages in a reasonable amount of time. And uh, you always uh, make eye contact. Basically, you treat women like they're special. And it's easy to see why they fall for you because you treating them like they're special makes them think that you believe that they're special. But they don't realize that you treat all women like that and you uh, not just the ones that you're trying to fuck or have already fucked so when you get bored or antsy or horny or hungry or whatever the hell is that causes you to do this uh you end things which is easy for you to do because you don't have much invested but it comes out of left field for the women because she thought you uh thought that she was very special you're a very nice guy but you're a fucking liar which means you're not really that nice of a guy so uh, he said that he had to defend himself and he was like a liar you know my history um when have i ever been dishonest and she continues to break them down. She said, dishonesty isn't always about telling lies. You're smart enough to know that acting a certain way is going to make women feel a certain way about you. And you do that while knowing you don't feel the same way about them. You're not doing this to hurt them intentionally. You're being nice, but your, uh, your form of niceness is one of the meanest things you can do to a woman. Honestly, I'd rather get cheated on or hit by some asshole than to have a nice guy I genuinely like pull some shit like that with me. So then um, he said, so in order to truly be a good guy, I have to be more of an asshole. And then she responded, I'm not saying that just, well, okay, I'm actually saying that. You're not alone, though. Uh, quote, unquote, good, good guys do shit like this all the time. What you're doing is no different than the guy who stays in a relationship, even though he knows it's going to end. By being nice and not wanting to hurt someone's feelings, he ends up prolonging it and making it so that when the relationship finally does end, her feelings are hurt even more. You don't have to be a jerk about it, uh, but just stop treating women like this. Um, or wait, you want them to be your chick if you don't want them to be your chick. Thing is that your behavior is ingrained in you and that you probably are unable to change it. And then so uh, he said, so wise one, how do I make some changes? And then she says, easy, you're dating attractive women that you don't really want and continuing the interactions because you feel like you should want them. You need to stop bullshitting with safe chicks, you know, you could obtain and start putting yourself out there and reaching for who you really want. Maybe turn an asshole and cut off women you're not super into, but doing this allows them to find someone who would be. Basically, if you stop being a bitch, you'll also stop becoming a fucking liar. And um, he responded by uh, asking her, why do I always regret talking to you? And uh, <laughs> shouts out to uh, Damian Young, a.k.a. the champ who wrote that. 
And um, I thought that was an interesting post because I know myself personally, I've been that nice guy in the relationships where I'm talking to a chick and I know that this relationship isn't going to last forever. And so I kind of wait for it to end or I kind of slowly start acting like an asshole. So then she could be the one to break up with me. So then she'll feel good about like I dumped him. No, bitch. I fucking played chess and I put you in a situation (laughs) to break up with me to feel good about it. I know that's an asshole move, but um, that is interesting. Being nice can uh, be not the right thing to do. I don't know. Relationships are fucking funny. I don't know. What do you think? It's it's funny that you mentioned the you know kind of the plain the the nice guy thing because sometimes it can bite you in the ass only because then if, then they think too damn much and then you kind of you sh- you kind of make a monster out yeah. of it. But yeah, I def- I don't I don't like being the guy to have to break your heart. But if anything, yeah. I'm gonna just I'm gonna give you a little bit of the little push that you need <laughs> in order to kind of to get you to be like, all right, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, but said, but all that does is it makes you look bad though. I mean, I, I did it because I don't want to be the bad yeah. guy, but then it makes you look weaker, which is why I do that so they can feel stronger about themselves. But yeah. I've had the I've had the extreme displeasure of making some motherfucking monsters yeah. over that simple little thing. And I know I'm that kind of guy too, where um, I do treat women with respect, and I am a door opener. I do do all those nice things, and a lot of times it isn't because I'm trying to treat this chick special. It's just I'm a gentleman. I'll be honest, I'm, I'm a nice guy, and so I'll do that. And certain women will take it a certain way, and then like she said, and you know, then once you dump the chick, she's like, "Oh, you know, I thought I was special. Well, no, you just somebody else. I treat everybody like that." Uh, my bad. They know you took it that way. I mind you, I have the fucking problem where the thing we mentioned. I think I mentioned this before. You know what I'm saying I treat a hoe like a princess, and a princess yeah. like a. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. I think we all do that in some way. Is it? Is it that I'm not seeing things? Is it that? <laughs> is it that I, I I've messed up so much in the past where I'm like, okay, I gotta treat this one like royalty, yeah. and oops, I picked the wrong one. Yeah. And she thinks I'm weak because I'm nice <laughs> and I'm not being an asshole. Like, yeah, y'all, ladies, figure out what the fuck y'all want. I remember I was in a relationship with, uh, I'm going to just put it out there. Uh, it was a fucking hood rat. And it was the last hood rat I fucking dated. But I remember having a conversation with the chick. And like I said, I'm a nice guy. And uh, I remember she asked me in a conversation if I was gay. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, you know, you're just so nice and respectful. It's just kind of weird. So because I'm being nice, bitch, I'm fucking gay. Like, that's the dumbest fucking thing that's I heard. Right yeah, you goddamn hood rat. It's like, fuck, but I don't know. Relationships are funny, and there's no one right, correct way to go about it. Um, but uh, I just I thought that was interesting because you can't be too nice. You can't be an asshole. You can't fuck too soon. You can't wait too long. It's just there's no right fucking way of doing this shit. I think that's the guy doing it. Like, I was actually a bit early, man. Like, I'm really into this one girl. And yeah. I'm being so respectful. How do you make yeah. the perverted jokes that I make? <laughs> I mean, she hears them when I'm with the when I'm with the fellas and I'll talk, you know, yeah. dick all day. Yeah. And to be funny with it like that. But, like, when I'm talking to her, like, I'm... I'm 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 so popular to where I'm not being Christian and, you know, and, and trying to overload the fucking scripture and all like that, but like I'm just I'm genuinely trying to get to know and you know trying to be sweet, you know, make poems and mixtapes and all that stuff. And then I'm wondering to myself, 
is shit not progressing because I haven't showed my dick yet? Yeah. Like, do I need to do that? Yeah. But then if I do do that, what if it fucks it up? Like, yeah. Mm. And I remember I had this one chick I was talking to, uh, it was a long, long time ago, but I remember I met the chick and uh, she was one of those, uh, it was the first white chick, I, or technically that was other than the my girl now, that was the only other white chick I ever talked to. And it, uh, she Someone was, but no, she was one of those. She was one of those white chicks who wanted to be hood so bad. <laughs> and uh, it was hilarious too. Uh, fuck that bitch. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, go in on it. Uh, this bitch was from Scottsdale, and she, her and her friends, uh, they would invite us over, and they swear that they were from the hood in Scottsdale. Now, for oh, anybody God. who doesn't live in Arizona, Scottsdale See. is like the See. rich part of town. That's yeah. where all the rich people are, essentially. Yeah, Silicon Valley does. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, she hit me with that shit. And she was like, yeah, we live in the hood in uh, Scottsdale. I'm like, bitch, there's a BMW dealership two blocks <laughs> away. This is not the fucking hood. What are you talking about? It was, do you know that stretch down McDowell when it comes and it's all those fucking car dealerships? Yeah. She lived right over there in that area. There's a BMW dealership over there. There's a fucking Ferrari dealership. Like, bitch, please. Kick rocks. Oh, wow. But uh, I remember when I met her, it was one of those situations where she was trying to act all tough and all that. And she was like, uh, she was like, yeah, don't uh, don't think that you're going to get in my pants that quick and this and this and that. And I played the asshole move. And like a week after I knew the bitch, it was the second time we linked up. I'm over there beating the guts up. And it was <laughs> it was one of those things where it, it I was an asshole in that whole entire situation. And like uh, she um, she had said that um she was like yeah we're just you know messing around this isn't serious and all that and so i'm like okay so i'm gonna treat it like that and then throughout the course of our relationship I end up meeting another chick that i actually liked and so i hit her with that i was like yo you know i found this other and met this other chick and um, I'm, I'm really digging her me and her ain't did nothing yet but i'm digging this chick so uh i'm gonna go ahead and stop this fucking you going on and uh she got hurt by it and it was like bitch well if you would have been honest in the beginning that this you know you were going the emotional route you said that this was a jump off so i treated you like a jump off so you got what you wanted but then i'm being an asshole but i don't know it's just yeah there's no right or wrong way with relationships it's a fucking case-by-case basis and uh sometimes you gotta dog a bitch out What can you do? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> before we take our first music break, I had a question I wanted to ask you because you're not a sports person. So I wanted to get your take on this. What are your thoughts on how much athletes make? I think it's a ridiculous amount. Yeah. Um, it definitely makes me wish I had not sat on my ass and played <laughs> video games and would have applied myself and not been 380 pounds when I was, when I was just but a little chip. <laughs> Uh, just because it is ridiculous what they yeah. make, and um, it's all the politics, and you figure—I mean, who doesn't want uh, pussy <laughs> power and, and money? Yeah, and that's 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 all the little stuff. Yeah. I, I, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, but then again, See, I figure people kind of kill themselves, yeah. and they can, you know. Yeah. See, and I think I'm in the minority. I'm one of the very few people who I defend athletes and how much that they make. And everybody looks at me, you know, crazy, like, why are you defending this fucking millionaire? 
But my take on it is that, okay, like, for instance, Kobe Bryant, who I'm not a fan of because mm-hmm. fuck the Lakers. Right. But uh, I know Kobe, that much. Yeah. <laughs> Kobe Bryant, this upcoming season, he's in the last year of his contract, if I'm not mistaken. And he is set to make $30 million for this one season, which is ridiculous. That's a lot of fucking money. But the one thing I will say is when you break down the dynamics of the whole thing, the NBA is a multi-billion dollar corporation. And essentially, the for the most part, the salary is split like 50-50. I think the, uh, that was the big deal the last time they went in that lockout when the owners locked out the season and all that. It was because the owners were trying to get a larger cut of the cake than the players. Then we went to Italy or whatever. Or yeah, and you okay. had a bunch of players that were going overseas to play. And the only reason why I defend the players and how much money that they make is that, let's say the NBA is making $5 billion a year, so you split that. Let's say you're just splitting that in half where the owners are making 2.5 and the players are making 2.5. There's like 700 NBA players, and there's only like 30 fucking owners. And so I think the only reason why we get so pissed off at athletes making as much money as they do because the owner's salary isn't public. So like we see Kobe Bryant, yeah, we see Kobe Bryant making thirty million a season. We're like, that's fucking ridiculous. He's making that much of money, but he's the player on the team. So Jerry Buss or whatever the dude name that is owning the Lakers, he's probably making three hundred million net share. But his salary isn't out there like that, and that's the reason why we're getting pissed off at Kobe because they hide how much money that they're making yearly as an owner. My only thing, yeah, that's and that's that's ridiculous. Um, because yeah, come on now, they you know yeah. that their pot has to be big. If they're giving this much away, imagine how much they're making. They're making, but yeah. Um, the only thing I, I would kind of uh, condone when it comes to making big salary like that yeah. are for NFL players, maybe because yeah. NFL is more my forte as far oh, as yeah. what I enjoy watching, yeah, yeah. but also because these motherfuckers get concussions and yeah, die and get Ali yeah. retarded. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm gonna put something out there. I honestly don't see the NFL being around for that much longer. And by that much longer, I do mean like 20 to 50 years. So not like next season is the last season. But give it about 15, 20 years. I think eventually something is going to happen and the NFL is going to be similar to boxing. How boxing started to fall off over the past 15 years. It was because a lot of the heavyweight boxers, as they were getting older, you were seeing the damage of the head trauma. You, uh, They were having like slurred speech and like you, you see the condition that Muhammad Ali is in. And I think that with all these strings of suicide in the NFL over the past five fucking years, and it's going to continue like this, I don't think football is going to be around for that much longer. I don't know. I'm just putting that out there. But I'm waiting for them to invent some sort of... I want Blitz to be real. (laughs) Boom! And I want there to be some straight up rants. I mean, the way, like, UFC things made boxing more exciting. Yeah. Can't we just start killing people on the field now? Like, with all these losses and shit? Eventually. Let's get back to the old Roman days. Just throw a motherfucker in there and make a team with fucking lions on the offensive line. That would be fucking awesome. I want to see some jousting. I want to see some straight up shanking. Prison prison style rules. So, uh, oh, and one last thing I was going to say, though, with uh, the Kobe Bryant thing and the other reason why I think certain athletes make certain amount of money per year. And me, I'm more of an NBA person than a football person. It's week four of the NFL. I can tell you what the fuck is going on. I don't know. 
But uh, one thing I will say, I know I had saw a article about Kobe, which was very interesting. When he was six years old, um, he was playing in some basketball league and he came to his dad and he was like, yo, he was like, I noticed that my left hand is underdeveloped and I want to start practicing dribbling with my left hand. He was a six year old saying this. You deserve that 30 million a season. I'm sorry. If you, if you're that fucking serious about something, when you're, when I was six years old, I was trying to figure out how to see the fucking new Ninja Turtle movie that was coming out in theaters. I was not thinking about anything else. And so if you're that fucking dedicated to what you do and he's like 36 now, this is 30 years later, take that fucking 30 million. So I don't know. But uh, let's take a quick music break. And I have a uh, shout out to uh, the homie Trav Lord. He put me up on this and you might like and it's this. Hip-hop? It's not hip hop. Okay. It's not hip hop. It's a let's pop. And I think you'll like this. It's, uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right. It's either a Lord or Lorde, but she's a 16 year old electro pop artist from New Zealand. And she has mm. a song called Royals that, uh, I'm going to play Nets. And, um, I think this shit go. And I think this is up your alley. I think you'll like this. Wurita? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know how you get down with the Wurita's. Ay, ay, ay. Ouch. So, uh, yeah. I'm gonna take a quick break, play right. this, so yes sir. I've never seen a diamond in the flesh. I cut my teeth on wedding rings in the movies, and I'm not proud of my address. In a torn up town, no postcode envy. But every song's like gold teeth, gray goose dripping in the back.
Yes, sir. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I see your eyes lit up. <laughs> Yo, and mind you, I said we. You didn't. I haven't even looked at her yet, so yeah. I'm, I'm not even doing like that. But I love what she's saying. Yeah, I can't believe she's just as little youngin' from out there because she's yeah. she's saying a lot. Yeah, and to me, it sounds like she's kind of snapping on what music is right now because yeah. we 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 praise and idolize the stupidest of shits. Yes. yes, I could get into a lot of conspiracy theories about that, but I'll save that for a future episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We, we we go on to have a conspiracy theory. Uh, yeah. Which actually, I, I love. What was that post you put up last night? I copied and pasted. I made it something about the philosopher or gentleman oh, like Jay. Yeah, this is. I my, love that fucking post. Let me bring it up. Yeah, this is my new fucking uh, creed. Can you say yeah, creed? creed. That this is my new creed. I am a gentleman by day, philosopher by night, pervert by choice, rebel by faith. Those are words to fucking live by now. So yeah. Let me get that uh, blown up That's, and we'll put it on the, <laughs> up on the wall. I want there to be an episode we can kind of touch upon that just because yeah. we, we got to be able to geek out and, and go into all that. And um, Yeah, so things like that. I mean, so mind you, people don't want to, people, people want to be fed the shit that they're being fed. And she's, and she's kind of, she's kind of throwing that out there. And she's yeah. in a very popular sort of way that, yeah. I mean, you grew to it. The fucking bass goes hard. Mm. So uh, where, wherever y'all people that are listening, I'm not too sure if you got us listening on some headphones or the computer speakers. Do yourself yeah. some justice. Look that Put, up. Yeah, look it up. Listen to some headphones. Listen through to your car. Yeah. Shit. You know. Yeah. Get the and, get the automatic thing. Listen to it. Listen to us <laughs> while you're on the road. And that's that. Uh, once again, her name was Lord or Lorde. I don't know how to pronounce it, but the name of the song is Royals, uh, and that is off the Love Club EP, which is out on iTunes now. And that Royals, she has a uh, music video on YouTube, so you can bring it up on YouTube. Check it out. How do you spell her name? It's L O R D E. Yeah, so I don't know if it's Lord A or if the E is Sade silent. Sort of I don't, okay. I don't know. That's but that's still a bold name on top the shit of that. Go. So, yeah. The shit go. So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Let's talk some entertainment and music news. Uh, one quick little thing: the Emmys was uh, last weekend, I think, and no one gave a fuck. I, I did not know the Emmys went down until like fucking like two days later somebody was talking about it on TV and I was like, oh, I didn't even know they they still did that. Like, no one gives a fuck about the Those Emmys. Those are for shows, right? Yes. I remember, okay. Yes. I think I heard something about uh, the cat from Breaking Bad. Um, oh. And then the the goofy dad from Modern Family. Oh, okay. So I heard something like that. They're yeah. two different genres entirely, but yeah. I remember hearing something about it. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, those are my two favorite people from, from Fed Shows. And quick little uh, background story with me. I got to see an Emmy in person. Yes. When I worked in California. Well, probably one day some episode we'll get into my uh, time working in Hollywood back in uh, 2008. And uh, one of the studios that I worked at, the dude had an Emmy. And I got to see it in person. The motherfuckers are shiny. I was like, it looks like a fucking angel. I was like, oh, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, the Emmy Awards was last weekend, and um, Upworthy.com put this graph up that I thought was interesting. and shows the diversity gap in the Emmy Award winners from 1992 to 2012. And um, it's just kind of rather interesting. I'm going to see if I can bring it up. It uh, shows that, excuse me. Uh, under Best Actress, the winners, and once again, this is the last 
21 years from 92 to 2012, uh, 95% of the lead actresses have been white that have won. And it shows a uh, lead, uh, oh, that's 95% in a comedy series. And then in a dramatic series, 100% of the lead actress winners have been white. And then it shows that uh, for best actor in a comedy series, 87% of the lead actors um, have been white. And for lead actors in a dramatic series, 95% of them have been white. Like if you go through all the graphs, like what is the lowest amount? 81%? And what is that? Oh, outstanding writing in a dramatic series is the smallest uh, group and it's 81% of white males have won that so uh, the Emmys um, is um, very um, white speaking of which <laughs> did uh, NPH host it again Neil Patrick Harris I have no idea that's like how little of a fuck I gave about the <laughs> Emmys for one I didn't know it was coming on TV two I don't know who fucking hosted the only thing that I saw that was interesting was some woman I have no idea who she is but she won her Emmy and uh, she got up there and she was like oh my god thank you so much and then she was looking around she was like oh thank you so much and then she got ready to say her speech and she was like I gotta go and then she just walked off stage and left and it was fucking hilarious. And so that was the only thing I saw from the Emmys. But yeah. So, uh, right past me. yeah. And so once again, how the, uh, MTV video music awards is a celebration of, uh, white people in music. This is a celebration of white people in television. So I just thought that was funny, but, uh, real quick. Do you have the notes open uh, for the, no, I, I do. Okay. Um, what is up with Trinidad James? <laughs> now, I posted this picture in the notes, but anybody out there, you could Google this. Uh, Google Trinidad, Trinidad James wearing a skirt. And I don't know what this new fashion thing is in a hip hop, but there's pictures and they look like maybe Instagram pictures. He's out rocking a fucking denim mini skirt. See now, now that's just too goddamn far. Look, yeah. Kanye did the thing, and the we can all claim that we're part Scottish. Yeah. You know, mm. we could, yeah, yeah, you know. But <clears throat> motherfucker, that's that's a skirt. That's and that's a tight one to begin with. Like you really <laughs> trying to show some ass on this one. And now, are those leggings? What is that? The um, red underneath? Those are jeggings. Oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, that, no, no, that no. makes a manly. <laughs> that makes a, yeah. Holy fuck, he's probably sagging at the same time too. <laughs> He probably, he probably sagging the jeggings, Yo. and he has a skirt to kind of cover the ass crack. It was bad enough that people were sagging skinny jeans, but if we're sagging denim skirts now, I don't know what's going on in hip-hop. Like, that's some shit, so I don't know what the fuck is up with Trinidad James, but I will say his uh, new album or mixtape or whatever that was, the 10-piece mild, is some good ignorance. So if you like some good ignorant hip-hop, go ahead and pick up that Trinidad James, because the shit goes dumb. I'm still teething off of uh, what was the first one? The huh. oh, um, I just know all gold everything was the same. All gold everything and females welcome. Yo, and that was, those, yo, I'm still you, teething off of those. Two you tracks. put me up on because I had heard the all gold everything. I was like, this is crap. I was like, I will not fuck with this shit. And then you put me up on that song when he was like, uh, 
what do you say uh my side Magic. bitch <laughs> my side chick is my main <laughs> bitch because my main bitch ain't feeling me i was like oh my god <laughs> that shit go and after hearing that that's some real nigga shit and after hearing that i was like okay you know i kind of fuck with trinidad james now some ignorant ass shit and i mean i can't play that shit every fucking day i will literally go stupid but every once in a while i like to get a little ignorant and uh so yeah i gotta let it down pick up that trinidad james but uh stop with the skirts homie i'm that's too much that's too that's, fucking you can't much. even explain oh. that and yeah i'm gonna I'm quote um uh asap rocky again <laughs> off that off that trap lord on uh i don't know about yeah yeah uh, it was a asap ferg with the first to claim we faggots and, and he's shouting that out right there man that skirt i mean yeah. i understand being fashion forward but yeah. not to sound gay that shit ain't even cute though Uh, nigga you gay Mm. now uh speaking of which to talk about someone who should be wearing a skirt no i won't even go there yet but uh (laughs) the lady's gonna get so mad at us the uh and actually you know what i don't even think it's all ladies because the great majority of and we're gonna review the nothing was the same album which is drake's new album trizzy trizzy the great majority of Drake apologists that I run into on social media on a day-to-day basis are men. I keep uh, the majority of the people who I see who are like Drake's the shit and all y'all hating all that. It's a bunch of guys that are rocking with Drake. And so I don't, maybe I don't run into the women who are listening to Drake, but I see a lot of niggas on social media like, oh man, this Drake go hard. And this is some soft ass shit, you know yo. What? I bet the same motherfuckers that are saying this are the same motherfuckers that are taking uh, selfies doing the duck face. <laughs> I bet. Because I don't know if that was a trend for a second, man. That man. freaked me the fuck out. I understand if you're with your girl making a duck face, maybe yeah. because y'all trying to look cute and goofy together. But when you're taking a goddamn selfie, <laughs> if it ain't on Snapchat and you're just trying to freak someone out for three yeah. seconds, no. I don't know. I can't fuck with it. But uh, yeah, so Drake new album came out, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pass it to Dick Popo and uh, go ahead and go in and I'll chime in with my little thoughts. Okay. Um, and where to begin with this shit because this thing I got the li- track listed in the notes if you okay. want to go in the order or however you want to do it uh, you know what maybe I should bring in my notes I'm here kind of stuck on Instagram trying to trying to do my little thing because I have this <laughs> Try, OCD trying to thing. holler at some bitches not even I'm a good boy um, <laughs> but I have this thing though really quick before we just yeah, yeah, explain yeah. myself uh, with yeah. on Instagram if I post something not only to kind of get people's attention but I have this OCD thing to yeah. where I gotta go I gotta scroll until I can't scroll anymore yeah. because you know you're only allowed so many hours and only backtrack so yeah. fucking far so I just I have this thing to where I just gotta go through it all and t- if I don't yeah. like it I don't like it if I do like it I like it but I have to fucking go until I can't go anymore so that's kind of what I was doing um, but let me bring up my notes hopefully I don't lose my spot where I was at um and I didn't. I, I listened to the whole record quite a few times, to be honest with you. And about the Instagram video, you as you're talking <laughs> about about the Drake thing. You only get yeah. 15 seconds, bro. Um, <laughs> so I don't know whether to, cause there's a lot of there's a lot of soft shit on there. I can't really explain what is that. You know, the, all the tracks. Yeah. Uh, some of them stood out to me more than the more than the, the ones I didn't. So I'm not too sure. Um, should I, I don't know what to comment or where to start on it. Um, Tuscan leather, I guess, was a was a long fucking track, and he kind of tripped me out too because. And one thing I respect, and all speaking of him being a closet queen, one of my favorite groups is <laughs> Queen because I love Freddie Mercury. And one of the things that he really had his balls to the wall when it came to music was, let's say for example, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, it's a seven-minute motherfucking song. Mm. And when they try playing, you know, when they try to make that a single, this is when they were still new. 
uh, their A and R's, the record company, because I think they go through Hollywood Records. Um, they're trying to tell them we can't play seven minutes worth of music. Like you got to shorten it down to three. You got, you know, you can't, you can't be, you know, you can't do the way the way that you're doing. Yeah. Freddie Mercury was so fucking strong, so passionate about his music. He's like, you know what? No, I wrote this to be like this. So you're gonna accept it whether you want to or not. Now, as an upcoming artist, most people won't have the boss to say that. I mean, now you actually have more creative control, and we can kind of choose to do things independently. But back then, yeah, I mean, you pretty much had to suck the dick to your record label to be able to get, you know, any sort of foreplay. <laughs> Out, yeah. Mind you, he might have sucked a little bit of dick because the dude was reportedly by. But I mean, that's neither here nor there. But back to back to Drake. Um, yeah, his for, his intro thing kind of went off. I mean, I, I can't lie, the beats kind of go. You know, a bit because, you know, he has money for really good producers. Um, and I'm trying to think of trying to go through my list because like I said a lot of it had no name nonsense. Um, I'm trying to fucking trying to go through my shit. I'll just talk about the songs mm. I really did like. Okay. Or actually, no, no, I'm so mixed with this. I don't, I don't know where to start. <laughs> it's just so much. So much shit to talk. But anyways, all right. So and actually, before you go to the particular songs, all right. So shit leaked quite a long time ago. So I've been seeing. And I did not know that. Yeah. yeah, I did not know it leaked. But the you is not on Instagram. Like, I'm on Instagram because <laughs> that's all I saw were fucking screenshots of these songs. And it was all the same shit. Like, and one of the things that pissed me off earlier, how we mentioned earlier in, in, the, in the track or early in the recording, people quote this man like he was fucking Shakespeare. And man. same thing with Lil Wayne, which upsets me because these are just reused terms. And mind you, he's one of the biggest 90s biters ever yeah you know she's even trying to make wu-tang you know relevant Yo, again i'm gonna get into that relevant. in a second but um uh yeah people were just going off quoting shit and one of the things and i, I want to say it was on what song was it no 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 <coughs> what were we talking about earlier the um not own it from time from time it where okay. it, it, it had a really good little hook of some chick singing i don't know her name what's her name the girl that was singing oh, that song that the, the one that we couldn't bring pronounce. it up it's like Jean Akko Yeah I don't know how to pronounce her name But she has this line I kept on seeing people Repost the shit about I love me enough For the two of us Oh yeah And Girls Ladies Hoes of all nature <laughs> Do not understand That You're putting yourself down Saying yeah. that He gonna treat you like shit And ignore you But it's okay though It's okay It's alright Because you love yourself enough yeah. For the both of y'all Like Yeah that you you really love somebody if you're gonna let that happen but yeah. once again they don't they don't take that they're not ingesting the lyrics they just they know that it sounds sweet it's a yeah. girl singing so yeah. i could put my shoes in there and no this is this is y'all calling yourself some hoes and, and y'all gonna take it <laughs> with a smile yeah. kool-aid smile yeah um but all right so that and i guess and i i didn't even know i guess wu-tang forever was a single Oh, was it? Yeah, and apparently that was that was because I guess that was on the cover of you know this is the hit single. Yeah. I fucking know it was a goddamn single. That kind of girl. Were you gonna say something? <laughs> I'm gonna say this about the Wu Tang Forever song. <laughs> what is that? Drake should be sacrificed to the hip hop gods for making a song called Wu Tang Forever and doing that sing songy bullshit on this song. Like when I heard that he had a Wu Tang Forever song, and I was like, okay, I was like, I'll wait till you know the album come out to check it out. And then um, I had the joint playing in the car, and I'm sitting there listening to it. And then you know I'm just letting the song play. I'm not playing it, paying attention to any of the names of the songs. And then. I hear him start talking about Wu-Tang. I'm listening. 
I'm like, wait, he's this is a relationship song. Why the fuck is this called Wu Tang Forever? And I'm not even a Wu Tang fan, but I got so fucking pissed off. Like, how dare you call this Wu Tang? Like, when I heard the name, I thought it was gonna be like, you know, a hard hitting ass beat, and I thought he was gonna kick some rock, but he's singing on this shit. I thought it was, I was gonna hear some cream because he samples in, in the later on track. With yeah, Jay-Z. the joint with Jay. Which I'll say this now, since everybody knows that I'm a Jay Z stan. That Jay Z verse was boo boo. That was a weak ass Jay Z verse, and then I'm mad at Drake. I don't know what's with these new generation niggas and why they're so scared to go in on Jay. J Cole did that on the sideline story. He had the um ah what was the cost me a lot my chain and my watch. What was the name of that song? Whatever the song on sideline story that he had with Jay, um he gave Jay the portion of the beat. That was the sickest. Like it's J Cole's song, but he made the production better when Jay Z was spitting. I was like, nigga, you should have saved that for you. And it's daddy though. I mean, well, yeah, <laughs> I know. Gotta please daddy. But even on this pound cake, which I will say, I fucking love that beat. The sample was cold. Man, that was a cold ass sample. Let me tell you something. Do your thing. Let me tell you something. Oh, <laughs> so upset because I've been sitting. I don't have the linear notes because yeah, you know yeah. what? I downloaded that motherfucker. <laughs> I took the fuck out that shit. I did too. And I'm about to, so the NSA isn't fucking with me. Mm-hmm. I'm deleting this shit. Yeah. As soon as we get done, there is nothing that worth saving, but go ahead. I don't want him in my life anymore. <laughs> but, um, and so I, I mind you, I can't say because I don't have the linear notes, but yeah. the sample, yeah. mind you, us being sample heads and yeah, me yeah. being a music junkie. I'm pretty fucking sure that's Ellie Golding. Ellie Golding, mm, if you're not too familiar, she's dude, this pop yes. electro artist from England or Australia. Like that. She yeah. was fucking with Skrillex for a good while. Yeah. Really weird looking white girl. I love her. Um, yeah. And, so when I heard her croons, because that's all natural, her voice. Yeah. Like she's not auto tune. Like I've seen no. acoustic sets, and she does little, her little cum gargle shit that she yeah, does yeah. on that fucking thing. And they sampled that, and I was so upset because I was like, I guess me just being lazy Not really producing Like I should be producing I was like I've been sitting on it Like I, I couldn't wait To use her on a fucking song And then sure as shit Bam You know they use it Mind you Song doesn't have to be From the 70s anymore For you to sample it Yeah And, and that became Fucking clear as shit When fucking faggot ass French Montana <laughs> Fucking used a, a Florence and the Machine Sample Which once again Pissed me off Because I figured Motherfucker This is not your genre Yeah but mind you, it, that don't mean shit. What's hot is hot, and you know, you use it, be, you know, use it or lose it. So that's what, so that's what made me really like that song. But it was long as fuck. And to be honest with you, Drake, who obviously, you know, we can't say that he can't rap because his mixtapes go hard. Yeah, you know, beats go hard. So yeah. that that initially makes you hard. Yeah, but there's nothing really being said. And I'll give it to, uh, shouts out to Char- uh, Charlemagne the God. I listened to an interview who's talking about Drake, and I agree 100% with what he was saying. And I, I, once again, I agree too. Drake, the rapper, he could spit. Like, I won't take that away from him. His voice is monotone and annoying at times, but the motherfucker could spit. You, I just played the Versace song for first you before. First time hearing it ever. Yeah, and it was my, I first heard it like two days ago, and that was a cold-ass fucking verse that Versace, Versace, like that, that was a hot-ass fucking verse that he kicked. So I won't say that the brother can't spit, 
but as a R&B singer, he's barely above average. And if he was just an R&B singer, he wouldn't be as popular as he is. He'd be in like the Omarion range mm. of somebody who they put out good songs, but they can't really stay relevant. You know what I'm saying? And I think that the only reason why Drake is where he's at, because he does both. It's That's so the only reason. Funny you bring up Omarion. Isn't he... Uh bench artist for young money yeah or um uh maybach music group. is it? he's with maybach oh okay yeah once again sit on the bench and yeah. shit. um as far as it's funny because and i'm and i'm like i'm actually i'm a, a, not gonna say opposed to what you're saying but i would almost prefer that drake just fucking sing oh yeah just because even though he, i forgot what track it was where he actually says um people said i wasn't gonna be as big as trey songs yeah. You know, I don't know what track that was that he said that, but I mean, to me, I like him more as a as an R and B artist, just because you know, you know, he can. I, I'm just used to him being on hooks. Yeah. But I will say though, his R and B is not true R and B. No. He does not have shit. There's only <clears throat> two other releases that I, have, I didn't bother to mention, but John Legend just had one mm. called uh, Love Something. And I should bring it up on my iTunes. John Legend just had a track, and so did Raheem Devon. Okay. Uh, John Legend's thing is called Love in the Future. And okay. John Legend, he he produces, he writes, and he just mm, he speaks yeah. to the soul. So God love him. And then also, like I said, Raheem Devon, who is truly an R&B artist. Yeah. And, you know, can't really front on him yeah. at all. Um, See, in my issue with Drake, the R&B singer, I think Drake makes emotional music. But there's no soul in it. Exactly. Like a lot of times, like I can't personally, I can't relate to the emotion, but it's just, it's, it's some simp ass shit. I'm sorry. Like I'm a monogamous man and this is some simp ass shit to me. Like he, there's just no soul to it. It doesn't like it's, he comes off like more like he's whining. It. What? I feel like he's forcing it to be honest with you yeah it just it comes very just played uh it's just it's played out I, see but then he can have some real pussy shit on this album and then have a you know pretty good verse on fucking problems where he's you know yeah being, being yeah the, the dude that dudes are <clears throat> which i guess the one track that i really liked a lot because he kind of he does he does snap on it and it's, it's really the real shit that he says are few and far between yeah. that's why there's only about three to four tracks that i genuinely liked on here yeah but uh worst behavior mm. the beat was some, fucking hard some good ignorance yeah some good ignorance there you go it, it didn't make me go shaba yeah but it fucking but it had some <laughs> it had some fucking some some shit to where i'm oh okay like i said yeah. the, the realness is sprinkled few and far between yeah but that was one of um um the language which i'm not sure if you want to comment on now or if we yeah. play later he he kind of he kind of went off on that one yeah I'm trying to bring up some one of the, some of the lyrics that that was at least mind you there isn't fucking much to say because <laughs> yeah. he's not really saying shit but he made a funny line saying about pussy so good i gotta fight you in first cast yeah first yeah class, first, first class. class like yeah and then it's funny because then he's like jealousy in the air yeah uh and i don't know why like, and then i'm like i'm jealous but i'm certainly <laughs> hating on your ass <laughs> Um, and I think was it that same song the language she goes all she wants to do is smoke and fuck and I said girl that's all that we do yeah there's a little yeah. bit of ignorance that got me like hey go ahead go well, ahead. I'm saying because mind you I've been behaving myself yeah I'm saving myself <laughs> or that just gets, I really fucked really worked a fucked up schedule really can't do much yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but it, it, it takes me back to those asshole days to mm. where you know and I have that ex hopefully she's listening because she remembers that's mm. that's truly mm, all that's that all we do, do. It's just fucking smoke, and you wonder why 
we ain't boyfriend girlfriend yeah. because that's all that we do how can you expect yeah. anymore and just like you said that's the thing with drake every once in a while when he when he nails it he fucking nails it like when he does say some real ass shit it's some real ass shit but i think the one thing that for me personally and i'm not the biggest drake fan i uh the so far gone i really like that cd i thought so far gone his original mixtape with the successful and the best i ever had like that shit went i was like i got excited for drake when i heard that but then when he came out and was trying to do kind of the tough guy thing because he's with young money and all that i was like okay this is kind of corny but the one thing that really stood out to me listening to this CD is the critics, what they've been saying. It seems like it's starting to get to him because he really came off insecure to me oh. on this CD. The started from the bottom, he had to brace, basically break down that, you know, I had to work hard to get to where I'm at. Not really. Like, you didn't start from the bottom. Your bottom and other people's bottom is, like, completely different. Your bottom is more of a above-mid-level bottom, you know? Because Degrassi, man. Yes. I forget what the hell his name was. Jimmy. 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 Wheelchair Jimmy. Wheelchair Jimmy. We see you. So it's like, and mind you, he even started rapping on this. So that was a perfect yeah. segue yeah. into, you know, okay, I have a bit of money. I can, I can afford yeah. good production. I can, you know, afford good recordings. Bam, yeah. here I am. Yeah, I mean, so it, it's uh, yeah. So I get really upset about that. Mind you, I don't know his full background. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Ha- I didn't read up his bios. So, no. but I mean, but come on now. From what we know, from what the general public sees, yeah, you you, you didn't, didn't quite start from the bottom. You started from about the middle, and and that's the thing too. Like you were bringing up worst behavior, which I do really like that song. But it also was kind of funny because he just really had to show like I could get ignorant yeah. too. Like I'm I'm a I'm tough, tough guy. Like. Yeah, it's just stick out of man. So real tough. <laughs> I just, I really wish that. Okay, Drake is the R and B sappy singer. You know, bitches be like, "Thank you, Drake. You brought my man back." Oh, That's yeah, the. That <laughs> yeah, we put that on our Facebook. Oh, the, right? yeah. And uh, I, I like. I wish Drake would just embrace that. Like, okay, fuck all this. Still trying to act tough on the other side of it. Just do you. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, if if motherfuckers like that was what made Nelly fall off when Nelly came off with that singy song shit and all that. Like, he was, was that when Sue and Ty came out. Not Sue and Ty. Yeah, around sweatsuit. Sweatsuit. I think that was the name of it. Around that time, he started kind of answering back to the critics. Like, no, I can spit too. I can do this too. And it's like. Like, oh, now we done got under your skin. We got you. And his career started to fall off. And I hope that this is it. Because, you know, like I said, I don't have hate for the brother. I hope you continue to sell out arenas. Keep doing your thing. I'm not mad at you. But you're starting to sound insecure on this CD. And this might be the start of a downward spiral. Fuck what the haters say. Just keep doing you. We're still going to talk shit about your bitch ass. Because this is some <laughs> corny ass fucking simp ass shit. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, like you said, uh, I know the Tuscan leather, the intro. I thought that beat was crazy. Yeah. I like how it switched up the three times. Uh, furthest thing wasn't bad. Uh, started from the bottom was pretty good. Worst behavior. That hold on, we're going home. Uh, I like, like you said, it had a old, like, uh, had like kind of a uh, old, new school kind of R&B sound to it, which, you know, it went. It but, was fun and it was playful. Yeah. And, and honestly, like, that was one of the first songs that I remember hearing. Of, well, besides that started from the bottom, because, you know, that was yeah, yeah, at least yeah. way before the album. But uh, my, my kid sister kind of put me onto this record. And, um, yeah, that was one of the first songs. And she and, and she knows how much my hatred is for Drake. And yeah. she's like, before you say anything, <laughs> just, just listen. listen. And, I mean, I couldn't. Yeah. I was like, all right. When I heard it, I was like, okay, I can already see how this is going to get popular. Yeah. I can see that. 
Yeah. No. And then what I was saying earlier too with Pound Cake, I had forgot to say because uh, uh, J Cole, you know, had to you know help out Daddy and give him the good part of the beat. And with Pound Cake, Drake kicked that verse, and then Jay came with that second verse, and then Jay spit that third verse where he just repeated Cake like twenty eight fucking times. Drake should have came back and kicked one last verse to shut the shit the fuck down. But then they switched it up and went to that. Paris Morton music too, whatever the whoever the fuck that is. Like then the beat switched up and it went to a completely different song. I wish he would have stayed on that original beat and gave it to Roy Jay, put the nail in the so coffin, and then move on. But I don't know these new school niggas act like they scared of Jay. Like fuck it, get in his ass. Yo, and and I, and I laughed. You know who didn't um, do that shit? Hmm. Kendrick on the uh, bitch uh, don't bitch kill my Yeah, the remix. I was like, okay, because um, I was like, I was like, oh, Jay came with something good. I couldn't lie, you know, how yeah. much I don't like Jay Z, but he actually had a good, a really good little verse because yeah. you know, just he's snapping on it, doing his yeah. thing. But Kendrick's like, you know what, motherfucker? No, no, I'm not gonna let you finish it. I'm gonna <laughs> jump back it one last time, nigga. This is my track. I'm gonna come back in your ass again. That's real talk. And I had a uh, looking back here actually because you mentioned further things. I kind of like that. I like yeah. the chorus because it was my yeah. Emotional. That was the chorus. Yeah, him talking about you know drinking on the low, mobbing on the fucking on the low. Yeah. Like he admits to shit to where I mean you really can't say that you love because you fucking up a lot. Yeah. So that's kind of one of those things like I'm oh, like, do you really give a fuck? But um, yeah, the, the so that one I mean kind of was being yeah. real on that one because you know yeah. we admit to our faults. Um, Did you have the bonus version that had the two chains, a big Sean version on there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and actually, that I think was one of the first tracks that before the album was even burned, what the fucking album was going to be called. That was another one of the tracks that leaked out. Mm, okay. And uh, two chains. He goes silly as hell in that song. That's a silly what's, motherfucker. What's that line that, that I uh, He said, dick so hard I can't go through a metal detector or some shit like that. That motherfucker is silly. And Big Sean should have re-recorded that verse. I thought that ver- like if I was the engineer during that session, there was uh, the middle part of the beat where his flow switched. It sounded like he lost the beat and he was trying to see how to write like that Big Sean, I would have made that nigga re-record that shit. Like, no, nah, that was fucking whack. But I don't know. It's Drake CD, that show yeah. homeboy, whatever. But right. that shit was fucking weak. Because didn't they have a little tip on Twitter? Or Did they? I don't know. I don't know. Niggas is Twitter beefing all the time. And actually, uh speaking of twitter beef we could uh, uh did you have anything else to say about the drake seat oh one last thing what's your uh rating from one to ten what did you think because i actually liked about three to three yeah. or so tracks hard five <laughs> yeah I, I don't know it, it, it wasn't a like the emotional things weren't yeah it had no soul Go, yeah. go, go back to the asshole fucking things. That shit has no soul in it. So like, so even though he he's 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 above decent on everything he does, it 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 didn't touch. Like I said, it, it was no Raheem Devon. It was no yeah. it was no John Legend. So I really I couldn't fucks with it. Um, I don't know. I feel like my shit's gonna be biased because I don't like the man. But I, I say five. I say hard, uh, yeah. five to six. Yeah, and that's about where it is for me. Because, like I said, I was a Drake fan when he first came out with the So Far Gone. I was excited about what the kid was going to do. 
and then he kind of reverted away from what he was doing to begin with and then he seemed like he was going back on the right track with the take care it seems like mm-hmm. the weekend yeah. had a lot of influence that on the sound of that cd and he was coming back i'm like okay he's finding the sound but then this it seems like he took another step back one thing i, I noticed too in a trend with music people are really going hard on using sampled skits and he had yeah. a few skits on this thing and i'm wondering i don't know who the fuck they sound like quincy jones but i don't i don't like i said i don't have the linear notes to really say um but i guess to wrap it up the one song i will say though that was good from storytelling to beat to hook was that um the real five to my city oh my god fuck that song <laughs> what's up with the obsession with miami man like and then and then fucking and ah uh, you got me excited again and then baby had to come in and say some no-name nonsense yeah uh, gotta be, be puff a, i gotta hop on there say yeah. something real quick i'm still relevant y'all five-star general I didn't think he's back anymore, but, I, but he's, he's, he's behind the scenes. Well, actually, oh shit! Before I, before I even mention the song that actually, look, I, uh, what song was it? Uh, I can't remember. It was, it was like legitly like one of the well put together songs. Too oh, much. too much. Yeah, too much. Too much was the yes. one thing to where, and this that guy I can't even pronounce his name. Um, yeah, I don't even have. I, I just lost it too. Oh no, yeah. Sampha, Sampha, Sampha or something like that. Yeah, it looks like a mix of Sam and Jazzy Face or Sampha. <laughs> yeah, two tracks on the emotion, which. Yeah, um, but that too much. So it's that it's, it's emotional. Yeah. There's that was soul. a real record. And mind you, he wasn't singing on it. Drake wasn't singing on it. He no. had to leave it to someone else. But that shit has some emotion. Yeah. And uh, and I, I kind of want to mention that one one last little yeah, thing you that uh, I guess cause, right tracks that I like that I liked I guess that decent that repeated a lot was worst behavior. Yeah. Uh, the language. Yeah. Too much. Um, and there was one more little ignorant song that had a sliver of uh, of realness was come through. And only okay. it's simply because he's like, he's like, you know, I got things to do. Get your ass in the car and will come through. Uh, but he says, um, he's like, one of the things that connected with me the most, I've been victim to this, where I'm like, I mean, watch me go out of my way, you know, when I should have went home. Yeah. The time of the day where I get to spend time, you know, all alone. Fucking, you know, I drive by where you live and you pick you up on the way. Because, you know, it's yeah, yeah. like, like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I going past this bitch's house? Why? <laughs> You know damn well because you weren't thinking with your head, not the one, not the one above your shoulders. You know, yeah. So that kind of that had some realness to it, but definitely stand on track. It was too much. That was a well put yeah. song altogether. So that was a good song. So I will say, I'll fuck it. I'll give the guy a shit. Yeah, I give him a shit. <laughs> so I'm still not a Drake fan. This didn't help, but um, yeah, if y'all fuck with that Drizzy Drake, uh, do your thing. But um, I'm good. Yo, it actually, I was laughing. Um, I follow Tyler uh, on Instagram. What the creator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his name's Fetish Felicia or something. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's a weird motherfucker. It is a weird motherfucker. I was laughing because he was taking. He, actually, one thing I will say because I'm pretty fucking sure half of the hoes that I have follow on Instagram, yeah. they all downloaded this shit illegally. Yeah. A lot of them bought the album though because everybody was excited to sh- to take a fucking picture to showcase. I support this man. Yeah. Um, but I was laughing because Tyler was taking pictures throughout the day of here's here's Drake in the back of the car. He had a seatbelt on. <laughs> Here's Drake listening to Drake And he put like Some, some headphones on top of the album And at, it pretty much Throughout the whole fucking day He was taking pictures of the album Doing things throughout yeah. the day And then at the end of the night He's like And here's Drake sleeping He's had a long day <laughs> and I was like, That was just one of the most hilarious shits ever Tyler Yeah that motherfucker is crazy But uh We'll take another quick music break And um 
just to so it's not all hate, we'll play a little Drake. Uh, I think we decided to play what was it, the language? Yeah, the language and too much is probably two of the better tracks. Uh, and we'll play, I guess, the language uh, to keep the energy going, keep it moving. Yeah, and let's throw some misogynistic shit in the, you know? Yes, sir. Make, show him how much of a man he is. Yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, this is Drake, the language. Mm. Uh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, look. I don't know why they've been lying, but your shit is not that inspiring. Bank account statement just look like I'm ready for early retirement. Fuck any nigga that's talking that shit just to get a reaction. Fuck going platinum, I looked at my wrist and it's already platinum. I am the kid with the motor mouth, I am the one you should worry about. I don't know who you're referring to, who is this nigga you heard about? Someone just talking that bullshit, man, someone just gave you to run around. Niggas down playing the money, but that's what you doing, the money down. I don't waste time putting money down, I just go straight to who got it and buy it in cash. Pussy so good that you gotta come see me on tour and you gotta fly in first class. This has been years in the making, it's all for the city, they know I come right every summer. Cash money records forever, I'm always big time bitch, I came up right under stunner, you know it. Jealousy in the air tonight, I could tell I will never understand that, but oh well Being ready, it's real, I don't know about you She just wanna smoke and fuck, I said, girl, that's all that we do Okay, now you're talking my language, now you're talking my language Now you're talking my language, now you're talking my language Being ready, it's real, I don't know about you she just wanna smoke and fuck, I said, girl, that's all that we do I'm out to roll one and light it and fuck it, man, no one's invited I gotta kill off the weak shit that's got all you niggas excited I can't even listen, you wildin', I much rather sit here in silence I send all my money to banks in the islands and eat with Italians, I do People are funny, you don't even know about the shit that I've been through I just want some head in a comfortable bed, it could all be so simple Talking that shit with your back to me, just know it always get back to me. Come get your girl, she been here for three days and she way too attached to me. Hate when they get too attached to me. I gotta get on the bus and get back on the road. Get what I can out the country and then I just get on the jet and go back to the cold. Can't even drive with the top, I've been working so hard on the album, I missed the whole summer. I just might bring in some girls from Miami to heat up the city and that's where the stunner, you know it. Jealousy in the air tonight, I could tell. I will never understand that, but oh well Being ready, it's real, I don't know about you She just wanna smoke and fuck, I said, girl, that's all that we do Okay, now you're talking my language, now you're talking my language Now you're talking my language, now you're talking my language Being ready, it's real, I don't know about you She just wanna smoke and fuck, I said, girl, that's all that we do
dress from Miami to heat up the city, and that's where the stunner, you know it. Uh, uh, Drizzy. <laughs> yeah. Drizzy. And and this instrument's really fast, because we talked a whole lot of shit. At least I know I did. My hate runs deep. Deeper than Jesus' love. <laughs> um, The tracks that we liked, genuinely liked. Yeah. And, I will say that, too. Yeah. You know? And I even know, like, my, my sister, she was, you know, because I, I couldn't help. And, oh, and I hate quoting the motherfucker, just like every motherfucker on Instagram was quoting him. Uh, but, you, you know, there'd be little instances where I was like, you know, shadow the line. He just looks at me like, mm. like yeah, that's right. You you know, yeah, I'm like, yo, songs that I like, I like. And what was shit smelled just like it, you know? Exactly. So, so uh, you know, that was that drifting. Yeah. So, <laughs> let's talk a uh, uh, little current events before we get out of here. Um, first things first, the hostage situation in the mall at Kenya. Now, I heard a little bit about it. Maybe you could uh, enlighten me a little more with what happened. No, <laughs> man, it caught my attention, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, you know, we, we gotta, you know, we gotta know more about this." But to be honest, you kind of like how I said to you via text. What, yeah. I, what did I say to you in text? I don't even, I, I don't even want to repeat my severe. Don't nobody give a shit about them niggas anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's horrible. I mean, there's a lot of fucked up shit going on in the world, and uh, we're popping a little. Uh, let me try to fix this. One second. All right, I think we're good now. We're not popping. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, oh, we're uh fucking ninety something minutes into it, so we can go through a uh, little bit of popping. But uh, the Kenya mall yeah. incident uh just brought it up. Yeah, shopping mall attack. It says that sixty one people are still missing. God damn, I didn't know it was that serious of a fucking situation. Yeah, sixty one people. Huh? We're recording. Yeah, we're recording. You know, I hit record. <laughs> no. All right, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess I didn't do a countdown or anything. Okay. It's okay. real live shit, nigga. <laughs> nigga. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, looking at it, and mind you, and I, just, I said, I heard about it. It was a big deal. I got a little CNN update, but nobody really talked about it. I mean, like I said, because I think we're still busy talking about the Miley Cyrus thing, so no one was really, not us, CNN, rather fucking talk about other shit than real shit. Um, but yeah, there's some kind of Muslim radicals, you know, just trying to make a scene. I mean, not to be racist, but there being some real niggas trying to make a scene. Be <laughs> real, real nigga shit. <laughs> but yeah, that was a fucked up situation. Yeah, I didn't fully look into it. And like you said, unfortunately, from the American standpoint of media, there was a whole bunch of other shit going on. And even, too, with the whole fucking Syria thing, I've been so caught up with kind of keeping an eye on that that this kind of went under the radar but uh yeah it was uh sad i mean if people would stop fucking killing one another god damn can we just live in peace can we just can we just chill like everybody got to kill each other over race religion and sexuality and colors and creeds and just can't we all just get along <laughs> in the words of the the great late rodney fucking king can't we all just get along no, sir. Not in the Middle East. Speaking of not getting along, Obama's fucking filibuster and that oh son of a bitch, Ted Cruz, eat, hours. eating up taxpayer dollars. Like, we paid for that. That's yeah. coming out of our check that that motherfucker and did. I watched a video and uh, at one point he was reading green eggs and ham. <laughs> Line. He was reading green eggs and ham because he ran out of shit to talk about, and it's just fucking ridiculous that we pay these sons of bitches. Because <laughs> if the club don't fit, then uh, yeah, must, must quit. quit. All I know is, and there's a lot of hearsay. Um, 
you know, how long this Obamacare thing is going to last. Um, that technically for the people that are in the middle, because I kind of have some, I had some ties to uh, Medicare and things like that. <laughs> I had some ties. That's going to go off uh, on another rant because of some, some bitch assness that came from a little bitch. Yeah. Um, we call it. Uh, it, it it could last and it can't. I mean, mind you, the, where he's near the end of his term. I mean, regardless, there was going to be something similar to it. Fucking uh, what the hell's his name? Romney. He was going to have his own little yeah. Romney care thing. So I mean, so whether or not they're going to overthrow this, it's to generate money. It's to make sure that we can tack on fees. It's another way for us to kind of keep us on the leash so that we all comply yeah. and follow suit and pretty much be registered into a system. I mean, yeah. even more so than what we already are. And yeah, but this man went off for fucking hours trying to overthrow all this. And yeah. the thing is, while this motherfucker's in office, it's gonna run. Yeah. It's gonna be going on for at least another year. The only thing that kills me, though, is that um, they've, the Republicans have blackballed this whole Obamacare thing, which is the technical real name of it, is like the Affordable Health Care. Affordable Care. Yeah. The thing that kills me, though, is that this was a Republican initiative. Like, Ronald Reagan was the first person that came up with it. And if you ask any Republican, Ronald Reagan is the greatest president that we've ever had. Right. And it's a couple other Republicans that have tried to put it to uh, put it out there. But then a Democrat did it, and now it's bad. And that's, once again, I say this every fucking episode, politics is a religion. And that's the reason why it kills me. Because if, let's say, Mitt Romney was in office and Mitt Romney was the one that had put the shit out, Ted Cruz wouldn't have did that bullshit. He only did that because the Democrat put it out. And so you can never get the real um, story of anything because there's such a fucking slant to everything and we live in Arizona which is a Republican state and the same thing if you watch any of the news things or the talk radio things out here it's just so anti Democrat and then it's just it politics drives me fucking nuts I get pissed off because mind you I love my state just how I love yeah. my city uh. um but I got really pissed off at Jim Brewer. That's our governor. Oh, yeah. And every time Obama comes, this bitch wants to make a scene, point a finger, look at Man. Him, upset and angry. That and, shit kills me. And it makes us look, it makes us look fucking retarded. Yeah. And it makes, There's a reason why so many other states look at Arizona as a racist, fucked up state. It's because of shit like that with Jane Brewer putting her finger in Obama's mm -hmm. face. She wouldn't have did that to Bush or any other anybody else. Sheriff Joe with all the he can't stand these fucking Mexicans and his tent city shit. And uh, fucking John McCain. He uh, that's the reason why Martin Luther or uh, Arizona was the last state to recognize Martin Luther King Day as a holiday because of John McCain. And I even remember when I was in grade school the kids on the south side got martin luther king day off but we had to go to school on columbus day and the kids up north had columbus day off but they had to go to school during martin luther king day like that's the shit that we go through out that's here in arizona for that ass right there. man man <laughs> but uh I don't know Arizona. It's I have a love hate relationship with Arizona. It's like I, I'm born and raised out here. I'm a rock with them. And like we were talking about football earlier, that's the main reason why I'm not a football fan because the Cardinals are one of the worst fucking franchises <laughs> in history. And I just I I, I I always rock with them, but we lose so much. I have a hard time getting into it. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm a hometown boy, so I mean, yeah. naturally, I mean, we gonna keep cheering for Fitzgerald because that's all we we hold Yo, on to. Man, that's my nigga. Oh, Fitz is a monster. <laughs> but yeah, 
Um, the fuck are we talking about? Oh, Obamacare. Yeah, uh, we got into. Yeah, I go on epic <laughs> no, rants and I'm like, wait, what were we talking about? Uh, There's some fucked up shit. Yeah, and yeah, just yeah, we we are on the circuit and we got to get money generating and uh, that's what it is. Yeah. And real quick, before we go into the last topic of the day, I wanted to bring up uh, this fucking shit that's going on. This isn't even a note, so I got to Google search this as we're talking. Uh, this porn HIV thing that's going on right now. It's an epidemic, people. And uh, the reason why I got to bring this up during the last uh, music break, I, w- I hopped on uh, Instagram to see what was going on Instagram, and I follow uh, the real Pinky Ets Ets Ets. Do you know Pinky? That's isn't the, you gotta know uh, wait wait wait. Things. I think mm. I've heard of her. I know mm. she's black, mm. which is the reason why she doesn't appeal mm. to me. I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, but what, wasn't she messing? Was she rumored with Ti, right? Or, oh no, uh, Twister. I'm thinking Tiny. Okay, but but she's a girl with a fat old ass. I'm pretty. Yeah, yeah. She's, that's a voluptuous woman. No, I down, but that's that's a, that's a thick bitch. <laughs> she got just enough ass for me. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> mm. But uh, I just I, I thought it was funny because I'm following her on Instagram, and she posted that she just landed in Tyler, Texas, about to get ready to go to Dallas. See you soon. And there's a margarita and music uh, event going on at Havana Lounge. And looking up, it says promoting safe sets and HIV testing. They're doing on-site HIV testing at this club. I'm at a loss of words. You know what? That seems very convenient because you know you're going to leave with something to poke on. And it'd be nice to have a little sticker, that, a little sticker to be like, I'm clean, yo. Bitch, you see this? I'm safe. So, hey, let's go to the restroom. Hey, wait, nigga. Where's your sticker? Um, uh, it's in the car. Hey, homie, let me borrow that real quick. It, Hold it, up. It's in, the, it's in the car with the chloroform. Uh but you know what though, that I mean, shit is funny it is and I forget how it I, remember, I don't know if it was her or if it was somebody uh, J, that James Dean guy yeah I'm looking uh, that up right now I think it was uh, yeah James Dean I think was the one that brought it into the industry and then Cameron Bay uh, got tested and this is a whole bunch of white people I don't mm-hmm. know too much of the white porn people personally I don't know really? a lot of their names I don't even know names. I just know yeah. faces. <laughs> I just know asses. <laughs> I know that ass. But uh, yeah, it's fucked up. And I did see this uh, one post. I didn't even, I can't even, I wonder what the chick's name is. But there was a chick who she was 18 and she did her first porn scene. And it was with James Dean and she caught the monster. <gasps> oh, uh, wasn't that the little, the little hoe from um, 15 and Pregnant, 16 and uh... What was that show on MTV? So her name was Farah. Oh no, not Farah. It was somebody else. Um, All I know is that that little twat uh, did a porno with this, with this guy, and uh, only she did anal. Yo, that I did see that did fucking porn. It. That shit did kind of go, yo. Really? He had her squirt, and I was like, oh yeah. I didn't watch none of that team mom shit. My girl watches all that dumbass shit, but I just saw, oh, new porn? Don't mind if I do. But, uh... <laughs> all I know is I saw some... I mean, I'm pretty sure you could pirate it, but I was like, yeah, let's see if I can find it. Oh, you had to pay? Oh, fuck that. <clears throat> no, I pirated that bitch. Yeah? Yeah. I want to say give me a flash drive to that, but, uh, man, I'm, I don't know. Look at Sarah, Sarah. Is his name James Dean? I'm bringing up the old fucking... The uh, actor? Yeah, the actor. 
Well, anyway, there was an 18-year-old chick. She did her first porn scene. And uh, I guess it was with James Dean, and she called HIV. And I was mm-hmm. like, if that isn't a uh, big fuck you from life, like, <laughs> I think I'm going to do this porn thing, you know, for a couple years. Give and it a try. Give it a try real quick. Oh, I have what? Oh. Oh. God really has something different for your life, baby. <laughs> Bitch, say. that wasn't the plan. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is funny. But like, I'm but, sorry. But, laughing at somebody's pain, but it's not my and, and And which makes me, I mean practice safe sex y'all yeah but, but i laughed because like i said we commented on this last time when we talked about the porn thing the one yeah. little i'm into i guess if, when i watch i like the amateur shit just yeah like, i want you to be real i don't you know if she's sucking the dick i want her to really mean it like <laughs> I, I want her to suck that dick for free yeah. then she really means <laughs> it at that moment speaking of which there's that thing the the casting couch x that, <laughs> yeah. that we talked about last yeah. time and i'm telling you this man fucks all these girls raw like you can't say i mean i don't know how aids comes to be and how it develops over yeah. time but i mean that can't be said <laughs> and then each of these bitches that are getting introduced to the game yeah i mean they're getting they're, they're doing you know they're going raw and i mean yeah. i don't know and the thing is too from what i saw is they still don't know exactly if it well james dean is the one that kind of introduced it but they don't they think that he got it from an outside source so it's a case of porn stars fucking regular people and they're catching it from regular people and Mm -hmm. then it's coming in the porn industry but uh that's fucked up because this is the second time in the past like year the porn industry then got shut down because fucking mr marcus did the shit with syphilis the nigga caught syphilis and didn't tell nobody he was still trying to get them paychecks real quick fucked up I heard something about that yeah and the nigga looking he's looking at some jail time for that like that's something you knew you had syphilis and you gave it to some people so that's fucked up but uh before we get out of here we gotta touch on uh, another serious topic uh the navy yard shooting yeah. happened um was it the day after the last episode we recorded um it was something it like it been that long I, yeah. but I remember though I saw actually we were talking about notes the day before, and that's why when I got the little update on CNN, I had a screenshot of two because I'm like, dude, like, this is going to be a big deal. Yeah. But from what I remember seeing, they kind of yeah. kept it hush hush. Like, yeah. we still don't know what the fuck. It supposedly it was a fight. Like, they were just, it was just a disgruntled employee. From what I'm seeing, and this is the latest thing that I found online um, the guy in question that uh, the shooter who killed 12 people uh, his name was Aaron Alexis and um, this uh, post I don't even remember where I got it from it says the government contractor who killed 12 people at the Washington Navy Yard last week was driven by delusions that he was being controlled by low frequency radio waves and scratched the words in the torment on the barrel of the shotgun he used the FBI said Wednesday offering new chilling details of the attack um it says that the assistant director in charge of the fbi's washington field office said that aaron alexis who was 34 began the shoot knowing that he would be killed a search for alexis's um electronic devices she says indicated that he was prepared to die during the attack and that he accepted death as the inevitable consequence of his actions and then um so yeah apparently in uh, some document that came out uh he wrote that a ultra low frequency attack is what i've been subject to for the last three months and to be perfectly honest this is what has driven me to do this 
and um, it says something about a pathway to violence, and he has etchings on his gun that said, uh, not what y'all say, better off this way, and it said something about, uh, this is my ELF weapon, like, so apparently the dude was, like, mentally deranged, and this opens up the door for conspiracy theorists okay. because uh there's the whole mk ultra thing that a lot of conspiracy theories bring up about mind control that people who are anti-conspiracy say oh shut up about that but it's documented that the government at least in the 1970s had tried mind controlling techniques on people and then a lot of people they see this and they're like oh see he was crazy that's why he did that but me i always i like to look at both sides of the coin and i like to ponder what if they were trying something on him and he lost his fucking mind i don't know it's kind of creepy you can always overcook an egg exactly and God, i mean we've had we've had to have mashed the shit by now i mean honestly come on now <laughs> if come on we now. were doing it in the fucking 70s and we got google map and we're about to fucking put some people to live on mars in the next 10 years it wouldn't surprise me if we mastered mind control by now. And then another thing, and uh, and I don't want to go into this whole thing because mind you, that's a whole another episode. Oh, but yeah. was a dude from? Because um, I'm 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 a hardcore uh, believer in the dude who did the, the, the Aurora shootings. Um, I, I can picture his silly silly face, but Looking I can't think of his name. Jane. Ah, I gotta look it up. But um. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm a fucking firm believer that all these shits, because they all tie into something, and apparently, they all come from a same lineage of family. My, 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 my homie was going hard. James Holmes. James Holmes. Apparently, all people who have done this, and even the dude from that, that the black fugitive cop guy, like, they all, that one that they fucking let burn up in the fucking building, like, there's, mm. there's this connection, there's this weird fucking connection. Yeah. I'm not too sure who's the, the ultimate blue blood, but the one that, the black Jesus... Uh, fucking Jay Electronica has. Oh, Jay Electronica. Yeah. What, what's uh, the, Rothschild. Rothschild. There's. Yeah. There, I don't know. There's just. <clears throat> bro, there's just mad connection to all yeah. these shits. You know what's interesting about that? Mm. The uh, speaking of bloodlines and all that, uh, some report came out that Blue Ivy, Jay Z and Beyonce's daughter, is like the twelfth cousin of the royal baby that was born to Prince Williams or whatever. Their twelfth cousins, which only adds to the conspiracy theories of why certain people get famous and i don't know just putting that out there something to do with bloodline yeah the uh thing that i found interesting was rachel maddow who's on a uh, msnbc she did a piece like uh the day after the shooting and um it talked about the 12 deadliest mass shootings in america and her definition of mass shooting is when at least 12 people die and there's a chart and it's kind of this is fucking scary because the first a uh, mass shooting of at least 12 people dying happened in 1949 in Camden, New Jersey. Then the next one was in 1966 at the University of Texas Bell Tower. Then the next one was in 1984. Then after that, you start seeing how often these things are happening. So it was a fucking, what is that? 
40, almost, that was about a 35 year gap going from the first one to the third one. But then the next one is 1986, then 1991, then 1999, the Columbine High School shooting, then in 2007, Virginia Tech, then 2009, there was one in Fort Wood and one in Bimington, uh, New York. Then in 2012, we had the war shooting that we were just talking about with James Holmes. Then we had the Sandy Hook shooting. Then 2013, the DC Navy Yard. Like this shit is starting to happen at an alarming rate. And so this brings up the question that always comes up after we have a mass shooting, uh, the gun control debate. What are your thoughts on gun control? Um, I feel like they're, they're taking our amendments away. Mind you, yeah. a lot of the shit from back in the day doesn't necessarily appeal to now, and a lot of it really is dated. And But we can use that same excuse as to why they didn't want to give us rights, because technically the yeah. black man wasn't considered a man and all yeah, that, you we know, hoopla. So, like, one-third of a man. Or so fucking A. Um, yeah. So, like I said, mind you, a lot of it's fucking dated. Three-fifths. Three-fifths. Yeah. <laughs> me being a black man, I had to make sure I had that one right, but go ahead. And not to talk about drinking problems, but yeah. I wonder, is that why, well, like they fifth a Henny uh, so Let much? me get this fifth real quick. One-fifth of a nigga. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even breathe. That shit in my diaphragm, man. Ooh, that sounded real good. That's what she said. That shit in my diaphragm. Goddamn. Um... Oh, but shit. with them wanting to limit yeah. shit, and apparently I forget what the what the number was, but like they had the government themselves have bought yeah. so much of the ammunition. Yeah, that's going. And I wish I knew the numbers. You might, you might sign. Oh, you, I don't know. I'm yeah. off the top of my head. But yeah, apparently they government have bought out most of the ammunition that's to be made that has been made in that yeah. is in control ship for the next fucking year. Pretty much making the only way that we can get guns and ammo yeah. is through barter or through local sales. Yeah. Now, and I actually have a funny story. The security guard at my old job told me a fucking crazy story about him selling selling shit to a possible gangbanger. But <laughs> mind you, you don't want to make your money, and I mean, but that's the only way. Yeah. We're, we're resorting to have to buy things yeah. in the black market in yeah. order to be able to protect ourselves because they do want to take our guns. Because honestly, and the government's great in ass- in assisting people who actually need it. You would think, but I mean, technically, or not sure what you say. Technically, it sounds stupid, but. It's all going to be controlled, yeah. and we are, are under control, and whether that's us being hooked on social media, whether that's us looking at stupid fuckery for entertainment to keep us away from important issues, yeah. we are being controlled, and we're yeah. so controlled that we're not going to overthrow anything. Yeah. The government is fucked up, and there's those few bit of radicals that make some noise, but yeah. they're seen as crazies. They're yes. seen as, as, as uh, mentally ill. Mm. They're seen as different because they're going against the grain, and it's so much easier to follow yeah. suit and to be a sheep. Yeah. If we were to truly all band together, we can overthrow shit. But yeah. we don't because we're comfortable where we're yeah. at and we don't want yes. to make initiative. Yes. Now, so with that whole shit being said, we can overrun things if we were to take our guns and ammo and really tell yeah. these motherfuckers no. We can get away from having to give the government so much goddamn money and taxes, yeah. but mind you, we're so used to it that the IRS yeah. has a ninja on us. Think I owe the goddamn yes. IRS over some bitch shit. Yes. And but so yeah so this whole thing is just them taking away our amendments yeah. so that we can be okay with it because supposedly it's for our own safety when really yeah. it's we shouldn't do that no yeah but we're gonna do it because oh the man said yeah. so and me myself I'm not that big of a gun person yeah. but I still think that Americans have the right to have a gun. And the whole notion that if we take the guns away, this shit will stop happening is complete and utter bullshit. 
because it's the same thing. We have the war on drugs. We're stopping drugs. We're, we've we been at war with drugs for 30 years now. And if you need some drugs, it's not that difficult to go out and find it. Take all the guns away. It's not that difficult for someone to go out and find it. So you could do all the gun control that you want, but you're only stopping the people who are legally doing it. The people who are going to do this fucked up shit, they're going to find the guns anyway. And so you're going to just punish the good people while the bad people are still able to do their thing. Yo, I just want to say one of the, especially with the the recent massacres, most of these guns aren't legally uh, actually well yeah. kind of go with the eight at home things it's never owned legally there's yeah. all these shits are unregistered shits yeah and part of the, my conspiracy theory is that they're, they're being given just yeah. how crack was introduced oh yeah but no and that's the thing that this all every time this happens the conspiracy theorists you know come out of the woodworks like is this a false flag attack and it does make you wonder because once again looking at this chart of the 12 deadliest shootings and when you consider that one two three four five uh it took shit damn near fucking it took 50 years for one two three four five sits took 50 years for the first sits to happen and then it took six years for the nets one two three four five six for the net sits to have so now we're getting it every year there's a mass shooting and it just it gets kind of like okay is there something going on in the world are people overstressed out is there is the population is it too many people is that the reason why these motherfuckers are going crazy or are these guns being introduced in some form of fashion to stop these people or to make these people do these silly things because like i know with the war of the Colorado shooting um, some of the things that were interesting when all that happened uh, the conspiracy theories that came out it was like uh, why wasn't there any pictures of James Holmes getting arrested like in the world of social media and camera phones and all that you think there would have been some footage of somewhere of this guy getting taken out same thing with the Sandy Hook thing there was no footage of like it's just it's odd that there's so much footage out even with this Alexis thing there they have video now of the guy going through the different areas with the guns and all that but then you have the shit that happened last year where the footage or the pictures of these people we only have them after the fact we don't have them during the and it just it opens up the door to think that something's funny same thing with the Osama bin Laden when oh we caught him we killed him and uh put him in a box and in the ocean and then we put him in ocean there's no pictures don't worry about it believe us it's like it gets kind of tricky like i don't know that sounds like some bullshit i don't know what is it really pissing off if i can go off and look do yo dang my man oh lord um one of the it's, all right for example we have footage and we openly fucking killed hussein yeah. and Gaddafi. i don't know if yeah. i touched on this before but these these two guys yeah. were were wanting to change the system yeah. and these are true rebels yeah um nsa fuck y'all if y'all think i'm one of them <laughs> but you know but because i'm trying to I'm, my beard's coming back with the passion um but hussein wanted to change the wanted to change currency i think it was to gold or euros mm. and, and so did so did Gaddafi. yeah mind you Gaddafi, man he held shit down in libya 
we, we think that we don't know shit, but mind you, we're very limited with our intel. And even what they post on here, they still bleep out of it. So we couldn't do a proper translation if we wanted to. Um, but mind you, whoever the fuck goes against us, us being, yeah. you know, big dick car of the world, yeah. we're gonna, you know, we're gonna snipe them and do it so everyone can see. Yeah. Now, mind you, if Osama, uh, yeah, if Osama was such a fucking threat and really, you know, because yeah. mind you, because we had intel where he was at for 10 years. So come on, we, we really didn't put any rush on what the fuck we were doing. Like, why did he get off so slick? You know? I don't know. It just, it always opens the door for questions. And I mean, there's the beauty in the world is you need some conspiracy theorists out there. You need some people to question shit. You need people out there who's like, wait, something looks funny about that. I have to question this. You had 9-11 and the, uh, the uh, Tower 7 or Building 7 that went down and it didn't get hit by a plane. You need people to ask those questions like, wait, that doesn't make sense. Can someone explain that to me? And it's not that, oh, you just, these conspiracy theorists are just always looking for something. No, you need someone to question the mainstream story because going back in time to like the seventies and sixties, uh, that's what journalists did. And me, myself, my plan after I graduated from high school, I was planning on going to community college. I was eventually going to move down to Tucson and I wanted to get a degree in writing and journalism because I really wanted to become a journalist. But over the course of the past, you know, 10, 12 years, I'm glad that I didn't because these motherfuckers aren't allowed to talk. You saw, do you know the story about the Michael Hastings guy? Um, long story short, and I don't have all the information, but Michael Hastings was this uh, journalist that always asked like the hard hitting questions and all that. And he had questioned something in particular. I forgot what it was. It was something that he was looking into. And um, he was uh, one of those kind of in your face journalists. Let me see if I could bring up. Um, see if I could bring up because uh, what exactly he was trying to do. But um, yeah, he had questioned some of the shit that was going on in the with the government and essentially what happened was uh he was on his way WikiLeaks had tweeted out that he was on his way to come talk to him to give him some important documents it was something to do with that fbi thing when the petraeus guy was cheating on his wife all that shit uh, apparently yeah apparently he had some more information and dealing with all that and some people didn't like it but uh this guy uh supposedly committed suicide by driving his car 100 miles per hour into uh like a wall and he killed himself and then it was interesting because some government official or ex-government official a couple days later came out and had essentially said that we have the technology now to hack into new cars and use them like drones and it was like hmm that Michael Hastings just died. Why would they bring that up? And then when the video came out of the crash, you see him going 100 miles per hour, and there is three explosions. There's an explosion slightly before he hits the wall. Then there's an explosion when he hits the wall. And then it's another explosion afterwards. Now we are talking like seconds. So it's not like big gaps. But when you slow it down, you can see that there was three separate uh, explosions. And anybody who uh, the experts in this is like, no, if a car blows up, there's one fucking explosion. There's only one fucking fuel tank. That doesn't make sense that it would explode so many times. And it looks like they fucking killed the man because journalists are not supposed to step over that line they're supposed to tell the the mainstream story but that's not what journalism used to be go back to watergate with nixon yeah it was journalists that broke that story you're not getting that now because they don't they want the american public to be stupid at the end of the day 
and you gotta appeal to ratings and you gotta yeah. yo one thing that kind of that really fucks me up for whenever this google cars shit goes down i mean yeah think of a gift and a curse yeah it is yeah it's, it's gonna be really dope and really convenient but I mean, just everything from our phones controlling what the fuck we do and mind you this is the biggest radiation motherfucker out of all of it <laughs> so i mean this going to our ears is just being connected here in front of us it's 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 going everywhere yeah but um what, what was the movie um what was the will smith movie yeah. i robot i robot yeah and, i mean it's we're not too far off from cars being able to do that and it's gonna yeah. be considered everything that's gonna be forced upon us is going to be a safety feature. Yes. It's for our safety. And that's the thing with the Google car. They're like, once we introduce the Google car that can drive itself, they'll be able to make the uh, speed limits on the road a lot higher because now the, uh, the computer is controlling it. And then also rush hour traffic wouldn't be as bad because cars could drive closer to one another because they'll be aware of one another. And so there won't be any car accidents. And there is a lot of safety stuff with it. But then the other side of it, Let's say in, in this, if people are like, oh, well, you're standing up for criminals now. But just let's say that you commit a crime or let's say you're under the people suspect that you commit a crime. The cops will be able to hack into your car and stop you as you're driving. Like it's a lot of control. Like there is safety on one side of it. But the other side of it, there's a lot of fucking control with it as well. And. I don't know. It's a gift and a curse. We're going in a certain direction in the world, and people who are paying attention are kind of getting a little—it's getting a little scary. But uh, I don't know. Mass shootings, taking control, iPhone, fingerprints, Grand Theft Auto—it's a lot of fuckery going on. <laughs> and it's all happening right before our eyes, yeah. Yes, and we are in a new faster. world. We're at the end. We've, we've been in the end of days since forever, but if, if right now ain't the most turned up time, up. then it's it's something else. Turned up, so uh, <laughs> and then and we celebrated like nobody's business. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, not to even to sound old fashioned, like oh, the gays are marrying and drugs <laughs> are okay. Like no, but seriously, everything that was once considered wrong yeah. is gonna be okay. Yeah, and we gonna fuck ourselves. It's crazy. Yeah. So on that note, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, ensemble. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the IBHM podcast. And uh, we're actually going to hit y'all with a second episode next week. We normally do this bi-weekly, but we're going to go ahead and hit you with another episode next week. And uh, maybe uh, we could get this going where it's a weekly thing. So you... What is that? No, yeah, I hear that shit. Too. No, no, no. I'm hearing that too. Okay. I don't know. Let's ignore it. Okay. NSA is watching us. They yeah, didn't like that last segment, yo. Destroy us. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Total line. But uh, once again, this is the IBHM podcast. We want to thank, thank y'all for listening. Uh, if you want to hit us up, the email is onblackheesmexican at gmail.com. You hit us up with questions, comments, uh, any topics you want us to hear um, hear us talk about. And that's actually what we're going to get into in our next episode. We're going to do a little listener feedback, some shit that uh, a people, a little recap of some of the shit that, you know, people hit us up with over the days. And um, once again, musicians, producers, you want your music featured, uh, hit us up on email. You can find us on the web at Facebook. 
Twitter, YouTube, Tumblr, WordPress, MySpace, SoundCloud, Podomatic. Just add IBHM Podcast in the appropriate spot. You can find us on Stitcher and iTunes. Just search I'm Black, He's Mexican. And um, if you don't feel like doing any of that, head over to the website, IBHMPodcast.Weebly.com. That's IBHMPodcast.Weebly.com. You can find all the links there, uh, dedications. You could uh, answer some of our polls. Just uh, go ahead and interact. And uh, once again, I'm Black, He's Mexican. Mm. And if you didn't like this podcast... You must be racist. Real racist. So, till next time. One! (laughs) Yes, sir. Yeah. DTP, we got them guns that go... Yeah, I'm all about the discipline, a cold-blooded killer Niggas recognize my name, I dub the young dealer You better tell your man that with the gauges I'm nice I'll shoot up y'all white shirts until y'all look like dice But I'm through with all the talking, time to show all you niggas I'm I'm like J-Lo, going through niggas DCP, we ain't playing, if you try to get our band AKs get the spray like Bottom line, that mean I'm about it Any nigga wanna doubt it Bust you in the broad day On a street that's fully crowded Find a hole inside your chest Just for thinking it's rap And tell that pretty bitch thug We got some pretty big cats Shaka say I'm shot out And I tend to agree So you should watch what you're saying If it's intended for me So be careful what you start And let my fingers do the walking And that oozy get them talking like Hammers, jam them, snatch them, grab them, pan the anna, fuck them, damn them, press them, man them, scan them, tan them, heat them up, bake them, take them, beat them up, I hate, I hate, I eat them up, A, B, C, D, F, short as you a G or what, now it's just me and my nuts, that's all I got in this world, I'm pulling pistols out my stomach and throwing them bitches up like Earl, serving the club, headshots, scattered, covered, run, scram them, 38, hot with a pearl handle. I'm throwing texts like an NBA ref I got all gold guns like they came from Iraq Artillery, could it be? I got all kinds of these pistols I point my gun at your homeboy Make your own folks hit you And ain't taking no more pictures If you snap, I'ma click anyway Plus I got bullets in the clip The size of Lil' Fate And I'm webbing choppers like helicopters You gon' need helicopters when the Glock go Stay on the set, bitch. Better watch your lip, that text bit quick. 20 over there, titty over there, loot over there. Ain't no exit trick. Us you don't mess with. We got them guns like action flicks. Reload with the next clip. I'm the wrong nigga to flex with, bitch. Come on and test this. My gun, I'm having sex with shit. Put a bullet in, shoot it out. Got them long horns like Texas, bitch. Look at my necklace. Made me hit a nigga disrespect this click. My pistol rip sound like this. Who won't they they fuck when I cock unload that cake bus? But y'all cowards play tough and my peeps we come to spray stuff up. Y'all lies made up like ugly hoes with makeup, bruh. We'll shoot you up, then toss your ass in the late tough nut. My wrist rocky like Sylvester Stallone. So therefore you should invest in a bet for your dome. Cause I know you marks planning on getting me when I'm landing. Used to nick, but my cannon go. Fuck a medic, we gon' call your ass a taxi cab. Bleeding so hard.
card, you'll need a life-size maxi pad. So flip the script and tell your woman it's your time of the month. AK-47 for the niggas who really looking for heaven and a nine for you chump. Got killers in my squad and I'm the nicest one in my group. But I got bananas for you niggas and I ain't talking about fruit. I'll peel your cat back with the black back till your back crack. Cock the cat back like... Swallow a hollow, make them digest with the 50 caliber. Your future's not looking so good. Tomorrow's not on your calendar. I do away with the amateurs, they breathing too long. I leave them coughing like the sound effect you hear in this song. My shotguns are cold and hard, but my desert is easy. And my triggers are always talking about some squeeze me, squeeze me. And buddy's fakers talking greasy. I'm starting to show. My Uzi got a drum roll, it goes. Uh, yeah, Boulevard, Z-Roll, East Road.